You just pick up that phone to ask him any questions you have about your house. I found green insulation at the bottom of the house. What do we do with that? I have black ring around the inside rim of the toilet bowl. Good morning, you're on House Smarts Radio. Yes, I have a granite countertop. I want to replace the cabinet. All right, now it's your turn. Pick up that phone. Time now for your host, Mr. Manfredini, right here on House Smarts Radio. Wondering, uh, hi, six eleven in the morning. Lou Manfredini, House Marts Radio, eight five seven five five seven four. Lou eight five seven five five seven four five six eight. Don, being the youngest one on this uh, crew this morning, have you ever used a payphone? Uh, you know, I have. I have back in the day. It's eighth grade. I remember using one to call my mom from like uh, Old Orchard. I think. <laughs> Okay, right. <laughs> yeah. Lindsay, you've used a payphone? I do. I remember vividly where. I only remember one, but I do remember using it. Okay. Andy, I'm... No, definitely. Yeah. Golf Mill Shopping Center. <laughs> sure, sure. Mom, Mom come pick come us up. Me? Come pick me up. Yep. <laughs> oh, my God. And you used to... Now, would you ever put your ear on a phone like that with Ugh. what we know? <laughs> Just pick it up and not even... No, not without some kind of like yeah. plastic glove. Yeah, most, of the ones, most of the ones I've seen have had the you know the receiver ripped off them or something. I mean, they're all, they're right. all totally. None of them work. I don't even think there's any left anymore, yeah. right? Yeah, just I, like there's some, like stories about it. They're where, museums, right? yeah. Right. They're like they exhibits exist in London, anymore. places right. for Superman to change outfits. Right, that's right, it. Right, right, <laughs> right, right, exactly. Um, I'm so excited about today's show because at some point, I don't know, maybe I'm going to do it this morning. At some point. We got. I got you all to send me your list of your Spotify songs. Yep. Yeah, we and, wrapped. Uh, and thank you, by the way. So you know, for those that aren't Spotify people, it's a music streaming service, and at the end of the year, it mines all your data and it knows everything about you, and then it sends you this little story and says, "Oh my God, you're amazing, Don. You're so uh, right, Andy. When you sent me yours at first, it clicked. What was happening when I went to go click it? Mm-hmm. It defaulted to my account. Oh, like it didn't. It wouldn't open your ah, story, okay. but it opened yours initially, and the, like, and I saw like a couple little things, in it, and and it's like, Andy, you're so romantic. <laughs> yeah, right. You oh know, Don, Don and I were, I know. but Don yeah. and I were talking just a, hug. Don and I were talking a minute ago <laughs> about the data from that thing because I was telling him, and he he re- corroborated the story. I, I've been listening to a bunch of different things that didn't show up like in the last month or a month and a half. Yeah, yeah, I felt yeah. that way. They too. were not there. Like yeah, maybe I they look into it earlier in the year. Yeah, well, so to be fair, we last year we made fun of Lindsay because it, you have children and you share the account. <laughs> and so, you know, it's like it's Taylor Swift and Paw Patrol. You know, not right. Paw Patrol, but I mean, it would be we something. We don't talk about Bruno. We don't, we don't talk about we don't Bruno, talk about which is number one song. That was um, number one. But, um, and I share the account with my wife. Mm. And what my wife does is she will get on an artist. And it's connected to our smart speaker, right? Our, our Spotify. Right. And she will just say, hey, so-and-so, I'm not going to say it, play Brandy Carlisle. Like, she's all into Brandy Carlisle. I was so surprised that my list 
did not come up with Brandy Carlisle. Oh, hmm. yeah. Really? Because it is on constantly at our house. Interesting. I could sing every Brandy Carlisle. And I love her. She's lovely and great music and whatever. But I'm like, really? Brandy Carlisle? Again? But she mm. just defaults to it. Mm. For sure. So, yeah, there's something up. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we were thinking. Yeah, we just don't... when they pull, you know, the data from it to make these wraps, yeah. I wondered. Yeah. So anyway, a little bit later on, we'll have some fun with that. I had you guys send me your top three, and uh, it's actually very. Uh, it, it it's uh, Andy and I. I think because we're a little bit closer in age, mm-hmm. uh, our music tastes are pretty similar. similar yeah. Right Lindsay, now. you Taylor Swift saved your life. <laughs> I still share the account with my children. Well, right, FYI. but they're so, right, okay. but they're still so crazy about Taylor Swift. But you love Taylor Swift. But even so they were talking a, about. The data thing, they were like, we don't think this was our number one song. I mean, we can't believe this was <laughs> right, it. Right. And I will say this, of of the four of us, and, and, and Bob Ferguson, we also, he did not send me his list, uh, but uh, I don't know that he's a Spotify user. But mm. anyway, um, Don is the coolest of all of us. Well, oh, that geez. goes without saying. Well, like, thank you. Like, I put his songs, I'm like, who's this? I didn't even know. I, I did. Who's you this? said it to me first, Don. And, and then I didn't I'm listening know. to it and going, I like this. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's this. Hey, I. You know what I did? You played one of the songs, and I went right on. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Yeah, I listen a lot while working out and stuff, so I like high beats per minute stuff like that. I have some questions about your genre that showed up. Oh, oh we'll okay. Save that for later. Yes, I have questions about it too. It was one I hadn't heard of. Also, <laughs> a whole genre. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, stay tuned. Eight five seven five five seven four Lou eight five seven five five seven four five six eight is our phone number. Uh, let's get the thing started this morning. This is our first caller, Trudy, who is in Morris. Hi, Trudy. You're on House Smarts Radio. Hi, Lou. Thanks for talking to me today. Yeah, my pleasure. We have some sewer plumbing problems that we need some help with. Hmm. What's going on? <laughs> We live in a house that was built in 1857, and in the early 1900s, the house was moved to the current location, so we think the connection to the city sewer lines are over 100 years old. Wow. On the day after Thanksgiving, my husband noticed a small puddle of sewage around the drain in the basement. Some plumbers came that day on Friday, and they tried to clear the blockage or figure out what was um, the problem, and they couldn't figure it out. They came back on Wednesday. They came back on Monday, and they also came back on Wednesday. They were using a router with a grinder head and a jetter that made sewage back up into the basement at that point. Mm. So it was pretty messy. They were able to pump that out. But they shook their heads and didn't know who to send us to next because they don't dig to find out where the breakage is or the blockage is. They think, they said they're, they could send their um, hose out 20 feet, and they couldn't go any further. And so the plumbers thought, that the problem was under our attached garage floor. So my husband got a um, septic um, drain cleaning company to come, and they also said the same thing, that they, excuse me, they could go out about 20 feet, they couldn't go any further, but they think that there is a breakage um, in the basement at the, at the basement wall, at, you know, at the foundation. And they again said they didn't know. Nobody put a they ca- don't no, it, so but they nobody nobody offered to put a camera down there to see what was going on. Sure, they did. They put a camera down, but because there's sewage in the line, the camera can't see anything. Right. They also went from the drain out in the backyard back toward the house. Right. And there's a hard 
turn and the, it, they couldn't navigate the turn to get back toward the house. <sighs> and you've already spent a small fortune. Yeah, we have. Mm-hmm. Um, My husband did find a small local plumber who's supposed to come today and look at the problem and he says that he digs. I guess my big concern is that the, um, I mean, the septic here, people thought that the... I mean, either way, you're going to be wait, digging wait, wait. up the, so, hold on. either the floor you, or the garage or do, at, the, at the foundation. Do you have a septic system? No, we have city sewer. So you go to city sewer. And if you had to guess, yeah. how far are you from the city sewer? Oh, goodness. Um, I mean, is the house way 80, set back? 80 feet. Oh, okay, not crazy. 80 feet. Okay, let's call it 100. I mean, here's the thing. Um, Trudy, you know, what you just said about we think the sewer line is as old as the house, right? Uh, well, not as that, right. not that old, but old, right? You may, right. it might make more sense financially to abandon that sewer and put in a new one. Okay. And um, because... You know, it's a type of thing that, you know, if you got the small local plumber, I mean, I'm just trying to think like in Morris, um, Permaseal may go to Morris and they have plumbing services, you know, and they, they do sewer stuff too. Um, but you're pretty far out from, I mean, they, they do a lot of stuff on the south side, but I don't know if they go south to Joliet. I don't know that. But you could ask. Um, okay. Um, but one of the things thinking about you and your husband as you talk to these plumbers, and you know, because if it's that old, okay, the problem is like, yep, there's the break, right? And then we dig it up and we fix that break, but it's still old. And then ten feet down the line, right. three years from now, that breaks. You know what I mean? And if I'm just, right. gonna, I'm just going to make this number up, but. If you ran a new sewer line, and you have city water, too? Yes, we do. Okay. Do you happen to know if you have uh, what kind of water service you have? Is it lead or is it copper? I don't know. Okay. I mean, those typically run parallel, right? And if you had a lead water service with an older house, which is perfectly reasonable that you would, you may want to replace that, too. This is a $30,000 proposition. Oh, my gosh. Right. But, but and, I, and I realize it's a lot of money, and, I, you know, and you, you got you to gotta do what you got to do. But if they say we can fix it for $10,000, you are fixing a, an old, you know, something that's really old that's just going to continue to fail. Another piece of the puzzle is that there are three houses in a row here, or the middle house of these three, that are all connected. Are at some place in the backyard, all of our sewer lines connect, and then they go out in one line out to the city sewer. Well, so then the other two houses are not having any problems right now; just us. Right. Well, that's good, which means that it's your branch line to that point, but then. You know, and then maybe it's less expensive. So if there's a if there's like some Y there that you're connected to, and maybe that's more modern, you know, that point out, um, you know, from there to the house, 
that would be my, I would have that conversation as well with the small plumber that's coming out today and get their opinion on that. Okay. So what, a, so they some way close off the current? They just abandon it. They, when they go, out. when they go to, when they go to dig the new one, they'll find the old one and they'll just tear it out of there. And inside the house, they'll do, they'll do, um, they'll do uh, some patching and whatever, and then reconnect everything to the new sewer line. And they'll have to break up the floor inside the house. It's in a, the basement. Obviously. In the basement, yeah. correct. But then you would also potentially what about- you would potentially uh, also have an uh, a overhead sewer, which would help you with backup. You know, depending on them, like they may have to put in an ejector pit. There's, I have to, I'm, I'm, I'm bumping up against time here for a break, but talk to this plumber about what it would, would it make more sense to abandon the old sewer line and put a new one in? And if this guy tells you, you know what, lady, that'd be a lot cheaper and easier for you. And based on the age of this thing, that would be my recommendation. Then get a couple other opinions, right? But at least you have a direction. Well, the thing is we can't. What's that? The the plumbers that we've had and this um, septic company that came and tried to help us because they don't dig, they don't know who to send us. Well, there's pl- there's to- there's plenty of people that have put in a new sewer line. That 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 I'm not worried about at all. That you can try Permaseal for sure. If you go to plumbers911.com, they've got plumbers in Joliet. They'll come to Morris. They'll do it. They've got sewer contractors okay. all day all day long. But start with this little guy and see what this person has to say and then, you know, just try not to go to the bathroom that much. I know, I know. You're you're holding it every day. I get it. I appreciate the phone call. I'm just bumping up against time. That's a tough one. Uh, but sometimes it's better to just abandon and go new. Um, for sure. All right, you're listening to House Marts Radio with me, Lou Manfredini, 857-557-4. We'll take a quick break and be right back. Most people love the weekends. A little R&R, time with the family, maybe some celebrating. Unless you have a to-do list around the house a mile long. How can I, how do I find, when do I need to? I don't know what to do. Hey, you only know what you know, and what you don't know, maybe Lou does. I'm not that smart, but I'm no dummy. (laughs) Give him a call with any of your home improvement questions. Now back to Lou Manfredini and House Smarts Radio. I'm only one call away. I'll be there to save the day. Welcome back. 857-557-4LOO. Mary is in uh, Woodridge. Hi, Mary. Hello. Good morning. Morning. How can I help you? I have you? a toilet that just started leaking in a, in a small spot. It's not completely around the base, just in a small area, and I'm wondering if I can reseal it and fix it myself without having to call a plumber. Well, that lady I was just talking to, Trudy, would like to come over and use that toilet even though it's leaking because she's got a sewer problem, poor thing. (laughs) Um, Okay, wait. Uh, So you you said there's a leak, but you don't know where? 
No, I see where it is, but it's not completely around the toilet. So it's like it looks like maybe wait, wait, wait. the so seal has it's it's where the toilet meets the floor. Yes. Okay, and it's not. You're certain it's not where the water valve is. I'm certain. Okay, and you just like when you flush the toilet, then you see wa- a little bit of water coming from under the toilet. Yes. Okay, so. If that's where the water's coming from, you have to pull the toilet to fix that. Oh, no. Because you probably have an issue with your wax ring. So there's a ring. They don't always have to be made of wax, but that goes on the bottom of the toilet, and it connects the toilet to what's called the toilet flange in the floor. And... It's not easy to pull a toilet. It's a great way to blow your back out, too. <laughs> where, where are you, in Woodridge? Yes. Okay. Um, have you heard me talk about these great plumbers that I've been working with and have been on this radio station now recently called Center Guard Plumbing? Yes, I have. They're terrific, and they charge a fair price. You can... Send them, call them up, send them a text message. Um, are you uh, are you online at all? Their their website is uh, wgnplumber.com. Or I can get you the phone number for Center Guard Plumbing, too. Oh, I can find it. All right. It's 847-406-2000. Okay. Give them a call. Thank you they, so they, much. Yeah, they'll come out and help you. They got to pull that toilet. You don't want to do that. No, I do not. No, get that fixed because that okay. that that water's not clean. Okay. All right. Yeah, and it's hardwood floor. So. Yeah, we don't want that. We got a giddy up, or we're going to have all kinds of problems. Appreciate you calling this morning. We're going to start things out this morning with some plumbing talk, sewers and toilets. Good morning, everybody. Six thirty-one in the morning. Let's head into the WGN Radio Newsroom and check in with Don Kleppen. You're listening to Lou Manfredini. Take that valve apart and probably put a new cartridge in on the cold side for you. What you okay, ma- what you will ma- do. What are you making a drink there? I mean, it's not the morning for crying no, out I'm, loud. I'm looking at my pens <laughs> too early, a couple more hours. Not noon yet. Hey, it's noon somewhere. <laughs> now back to your host, Lou Manfredini and House Smarts Radio. It's five o'clock somewhere. It did sound like she was making drinks, right? Dropping some ice cubes inside the... Uh, it's five o'clock. In a mimosa, yeah. You like a Bloody Mary? I actually don't. No? Don, sure. Andy, love the Bloody Mary? Not really. Usually half of one. Half of one. You just, yeah, really? Yeah. It's yeah. like a thing here. We may, My daughter-in-law makes some really good Bloody Marys. She puts a little yeah. pickle juice in it. Yeah. Mm. Nice little kick. And a little Worcestershire, Worcestershire right. in there. <laughs> right. right. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Now I want a Bloody Mary. Yeah. But you know what? Uh, you're right. You say you use a half of one. I, I will I will do one. Like I right. will do two. Right. Because it's kind of... It's like a meal. You know, it's, it's a yes. Meal. Right. It is. Yeah. Right. There used to it's be... In Milwaukee, there used to be this restaurant, sadly closed after COVID, called Sobelman's, I believe. It's right oh. on the campus of Marquette. Yeah. Remember? Yep. And uh, you could get these um, 
They had all these Bloody Marys, but you could buy one Bloody Mary that had a full fried chicken on top of it. Huh. <laughs> oh my God. I was just going to say, <laughs> Wisconsin ones, it's like that a full burger. Thing. It's like yeah. a full burger with cheese curds, and like yeah. it's, it is a whole yeah, meal yeah. on top yeah. of the drink. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's nuts. Okay, that's so I want to have some fun real quick, and 857-5574-LOU is our phone number. We did this last year, and I think it's kind of fun, because uh, uh, all of us, you know, here we are on a talk radio station. But, um, you know, we listen to music and do different things throughout the day. And it's amazing to me when Spotify does the raps, how many minutes of music you listen to. Oh, yeah. Right? Yep. Like, it's like, what? And they do a thing like, oh, most people who listen to, I think, Andy, when I clicked on yours, the kind of music that you listen on, a lot of people listen to in Bozeman, Montana. Yeah, I'm you know I'm like a like, Bozemanite. Yeah, right. At, at you're, you're like a <laughs> yeah, like a mountain. Got a lot right. in common with those people. Right. I live like that as well. Sure, right. You you grew up in the woods of Northbrook, right? Uh, right. Uh, Glenview, but yeah, Glenview, right, 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 right around there. Yeah. Right, sure. Yeah, right in the in the bush. That's why you're Correct. whittling you're whittling a referee whistle right now. Right? Correct. Yeah. Correct. Uh, right. Impressive. Three right. D printers. You can have them. I'm so, whittling. <laughs> right, and so they uh, so they uh, they come up with all this interesting stuff, and then we had some fun last year. So I ha- I asked the crew here to give me their top three songs that they said that Spotify said you listen to. Mm-hmm. So, all right, let me see if I got this right. Andy's 10. So this is Andy's um, Andy's top song that he listened to. Got to go all the way back to 1980. I mean, I hadn't heard this song since the 1980s. Oh, yeah. I had the this 45. Romeo's Tune by Steve Fobert. When I put this in there, I'm like, oh, I remember this guy. Oh, yeah. kind of looks like... Um, remember this song? Do you, anybody? Oh, love this song. No. I can't John? say I do. Yes. No. But we I love the yet. intro. John and I weren't born yet. This is a good song. It's true. That's that a, a good great song. Tune. So that was, that was your number one. Right. Oh, sorry. Yep, that's and, okay. Uh, okay, stop playing. Worth hearing again. All right. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, Don... Or no, no, we'll just do Lindsay's uh, number one song. Okay. Typical. Is by Taylor Swift. Oh, Swifty. Never heard this song. Um, this is the opening of the Eras tour. I'm just saying. Uh, it's called oh. Miss Americana. It's been a long time coming. Oh, it's like a whole. You know I adore you. I'm crazy for you. Then I was at 16. Lost in I have heard so this, this is, before. Now you do have two girls who are Taylor Swift obsessed. Yes, it's all their fault. But this is you too. <laughs> Mm, yes. I could sing everywhere to this. Right, right, right. <laughs> and then uh, and then this is my uh, number one song that I listen to uh, according to Spotify. Oh, yeah. Nice. See? That's exactly what it's all about. You I don't make music like this anymore. Yeah. This is the Doobie Brothers. Listen to the music. Which is from what you Toulouse do on Spotify. Street. It's a good one, right? <laughs> And this then is a great under the category, yeah, under the category of we all want to be Don Kleppen. <laughs> right? Yeah, love the horns. A little saxophone in the background. Oh yeah. Yep. Nice, nice BPM. I mean, come on, hearts pumping right now. We're a bunch of losers. <laughs> Hardly. <laughs> But it is a good workout Wait, song. Wait, what was the... Good Feeling by Baker Matt... That's right. Rice Lewis. Ooh. Yes, sir. Good Feeling. 
I mean, that's toe tapping fun right there. That's the number one of the year for me. Definitely. Uh, and so you didn't have a question when that song came up. You're like, oh, yeah, I listen to that song. Yeah, that's right. Andy's number what two. What was your era? Though? What was your genre, though? I can't find it now. Uh, it was like. It was, I, I was telling Andy, yeah. New Disco, NU, new I think disco. they said. Yeah. If I'm not new mistaken. Disco. First N-U. time I'd heard. Yeah, first time I'd heard of that. Right. There's got to be a new N-U disco, disco duck coming out soon. They don't even spell new. Re- like they no, because it's new. Right. It's new. It's like new. Uh, Andy's number two song would be a, a, a song for me that I would love. This is oh, a great song. Sure. Peter Gabriel. Peter Gabriel. Classic. Salisbury Hill. <laughs> Lindsay just went blah. Come on. This is so good. I think my dad Peter had this Gabriel on a cassette tape. Not a Peter tape. Gabriel fan? All right, uh, like let's Pete see. Gabe. Uh, Climbing up on Salisbury Hill. Yeah, that is so good. That's uh, like that. Okay, and then uh, let's see. This is Don's number two song. Oh yeah, yeah. Fits in the tantrums. Oh. Make sure they're not going to swear. Moneymaker. Yep. By yep. Fits in the tantrums. Oh. Yes, sir. Oh, this yeah. would make me want to run. Yep. It's right. a good good workout. To the one. bathroom. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was his number two. Uh, let's see. Lindsay's uh, number two would be. Um, uh, this is a good one for you. Uh, you love this song. I do. This is by uh, Jordan Davis and Luke Bryan. By Dirt. I really am show tunes in the top 40. Well, your husband was right. I mean, he... he it's a nice but one, that's though. a good song. Yeah, wow, I like that. A, yeah. Um, and then, this is funny. Uh, when I first saw this, I thought it was the... Uh, was it the Bangles that did the original The Cruel Summer? Remember that song, Andy? Mm. Yeah. Bangles? Well, but evidently, Taylor Swift does a version. Oh, no. It no, was uh, it totally was the different. Bananarama. <laughs> Bananarama. Yeah. That's who it was. Yeah. Right. It's not even close to the same song. This is number three. So Lindsay has, in her top three, two Taylor Swift songs, which might be influenced by your daughters, but not For much. Sure. Not this much. Year, I'm, next year, I'm going to blow you all away. Really? You're really you're going to... Yeah. And then Andy's number three would be one that I like, too. Oh, no, that's not it. Wait. No, that's not it. That's not This is it. This is a Marvin Gaye remake. Ooh. Yeah. By, it was originally uh, done by the Commodores, the remake, and then... Uh, you really are romantic. And then Bruce, Bruce did it on this tour. It was originally Commodores? Well, the Commodores, the Commodores did it's it back in, a, like, It's 80, not a Marvin Gaye song. But it's, sing, it's singing about Marvin Gaye. Oh, that's And right, Jackie that's Wilson. Right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. It's a really good version. Yeah, he did, he did a nice job with Pretty this Pretty well, song. yeah. Bruce Springsteen doesn't have like the greatest voice. Well, not not to carry this song off, but correct. To, to be honest with you, d- during this whole uh, when it when it picks itself up, he's got a jazz band up there. He's got uh, percussionists. Yeah. It's I mean, it's it. Uh, he did a really nice job with it. Yeah, I like it. It's a good song. Yeah, that album uh, "Only the Strong Survived" by yeah. Bruce Springsteen, pretty good album too. Commodores, nineteen eighty nine, by the way. Commodores, nice then, without Lionel Richie. And then um, <clears throat> the. Um, for the last one, Andy and I, you know, because we're around the same age, we mm-hmm. have similar tastes in music. This is my number three. Oh, yeah. This is an anthem right here. This Screen is door slams. Mm. This is an anthem. Thunder Road. Oh. I was going to say, this is another Springsteen. I'm going I'm I'm yeah, to let this play and we're going to pay for this song. No, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> So anyway, hmm. uh, fun to hear the different kinds of music that we play. But I do agree with you. There's a lot of other music that I play. Like, I play yeah. a ton of Chris Stapleton. 
I love Chris Stapleton. Oh, yeah. And that didn't pop up at all. My wife plays a ton of Chris Stapleton, and we share an account. That's Stapleton Monday Night Football theme, the remake of uh, In the Air Tonight. That's a a banger right there. Yeah. 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 My my wife and I are obsessed with a singer-songwriter named Dan Navarro, who is a Los Angeles-based guy, but my wife knows him through UCLA, and we see him when he comes to town all the time, and he's he's one of these great singer-songwriters. As a matter of fact, he and his writing partner, when they were together— Wrote we uh, we belong for Pat Benatar. Well, that's a good song. So I've been listening to a lot of his music because we saw him in the summer. Do you remember and, that Pat Benatar? Yeah. She's Lindsay's mouthing the words. Do you remember that Pat Benatar song? That's good. Yeah. So yeah, that's a great song. So she was a former opera singer. Did you know that? I did. Wow. Trained opera singer Pat Benatar. That's cool. That's a good song. Yeah. We belong. Oh, that's good. All right. Well, thank Good you, tunes. gentlemen yep. and lady, for sharing. A lot Absolutely. Of fun. That is fun. 857 557 4 857 is our phone number. House Smarts Radio with me, Lou Manfredini. We're broadcasting from the Permaseal Foundation Repair Studios. We'll take a quick break and be back right after this. You're tuned into Lou, answering your questions about your home. Every time I speak to neighbors or people about it, I always say, well, I got this because I talked to Lou Manfredini. All you have to do is pick up the phone. Somebody asked just this week about, what do I do about woodpeckers? And I said, well, <laughs> I should do this on my house because Lou Manfredini and WGN Radio. Here he is now, Lou Manfredini and House Smarts Radio. Josie's on a vacation far away. in the morning, 857-557-4LOU, 857-557-4568. We have a top tools gift giveaway I want to tell you about. Get the tools at the top of everybody's list. Head to WGNRadio.com slash contests and enter to win a Top Tools prize pack featuring Twist and Seal, Rhino Cart, and the Drill Dock. These award-winning products are made here in the USA. This prize pack is valued at more than $325. The Twist and Seal family of products is designed to keep the water out and lights on for all your outdoor cord connections. I just mentioned that. The Rhino Cart is an all-terrain, versatile, go-anywhere moving dolly that carries loads up to 2,000 pounds and two drill docks. The grab-and-go organizational system for your drills and drivers with a universal fit. Visit WGNRadio.com contests, but hurry, this sweepstakes is going to end December 3rd. That's tomorrow at 11.59 p.m. Central Time. WGNRadio.com contests. Before tomorrow night at 11.59 p.m. Uh, I was thinking about uh, that lady that called in this morning about the sewer issue, and I was thinking about the advice that I gave her. And, um, you know, I I, I want to amend a little bit what I said, because as I'm thinking this through, you know, you, you do this on the fly. While I do think that replacing the sewer probably makes the most sense from a cost perspective, you would be wise to invest in in someone figuring out how to get a camera, evacuating all the sewage that is in the line, and then having a camera to really take a look at what's going on. Now, there's a good chance with the age of that home 
that maybe that sewer line is cast, cast iron, not clay tiles. If it's clay tiles, then my my advice about replacing it probably makes the most sense um, because it just over time just deteriorates. But if if they determine that um, hey this cast iron pipe looks pretty good, the cast can last a really long time, especially underground. And if there's a breakage or a blockage or a collapse in one certain spot, the beauty part of these cameras is once they get rid of the 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 water and sewage that's blocking the view of the camera, they can determine, say, hey, 10 feet out is where this break is. And, you know, but we need to go beyond that break, too, if they can get past it to really televise the entire sewer all the way to the city connection. That would be money well spent so that you can determine, in fact, you know, maybe there's just a collapse in one area and they can come out with a machine or hand dig and, you know, dig out an area and make that connection and fix it. Then they can televise it both ways and then maybe even put, would be wise at that point to put a clean out, you know, up at the ground level so that you could, uh, you know, clear it out later on if there was ever a, um, an issue down the line. But um, it's it's tough because th- that kind of work is expensive. It's very labor intensive. There's not a lot of material that's involved in it that costs a lot of money. But it's it's a tractor. It's people digging, and all of that costs money. That labor to do all of that, and then you need someone obviously that knows what they're doing uh, to get that done. So it would be wise, in my opinion, to have someone figure out how to televise that entire sewer. Thanks so much uh, earlier for the call, and I hope that clears some things up for you. Let's try and get one more call in here before we uh, go. This is Jim in Glenview. Hey, Jim, how can I help you real quick? I am looking for that appliance parts place that you were talking about. I have an oven that's on the fritz. Um, There's an appliance. uh, You're in Glenview. There's a place called Automatic Appliance. They have several locations. And um, one, I believe, is in Norwich, so it's not too far from you in Glenview. But if you search out automatic appliance and you have the uh, model number and the serial number, you should be able to call them. I I think, if I remember correctly, they're open till noon on Saturdays. And you can say, all right, I got a GE whatever. And uh, they'll say, yeah, I got that. Come and get it. All right. That sounds good. Uh can I ask a quick question? Sure. I have in-floor heat in my basement with a boiler, and there's a leak in it somewhere in the basement. Is there a company that can locate the leak? Or it's about sixty years old. <sighs> do you happen to know it's if there's tubing. a? Do you happen to know if there's a manifold when you go by the boiler where there's several tubes <clears throat> coming up? No, there's only one. It's only one loop, one mm. large loop. Um, the short answer is, and is it carpeted? No. It's just concrete. Just concrete. You don't see the leak coming up from the floor. Well, yeah, the floor is wet, but it's a a large area that the floor is wet. So it's Um, not like a fountain coming up. No, no, no. Right. There's a way to do it, but they're going to have to break up that floor. Uh, they can put a die in there to try and locate it. They can also, they can also. Um, one of the other things that they do is they evacuate the water. This is the second time I've used that word, um, and they pressurize the pipe 
and they listen for the hiss, and then they break up the floor yeah. to try and patch it up. So who would you get to get do that? You need a hydronics uh, person to come out and do that. You're in Glenview. You know who I would probably contact is the guys at Plumbers 911. Okay. Very good. Plumbers911.com. They should be able to help you out. Hey, the news is next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Up in the morning and out to school. Time now for our word of the day. I don't understand. Some of the words are a little too sophisticated for you. It doesn't make any sense. It might be paradoxical on a home improvement show. Well, of course it does. It's smart. I used a thesaurus. On every word? Yep. Well, we like to teach you a thing or two. They are warm, nice people with big hearts. And that became their humid, prepossessing homo sapiens with full-sized aortic pumps. Now back to Lou on House Smarts Radio. Up in the morning and out to school. Teacher is teaching the golden rule. 7-12 in the morning. House Smarts Radio on 720 WGN. Good morning, everybody. 857-557-4. Lou, 857-557-4568. Before we uh, get back to your phone calls, uh, we have our word of the day. I like the word of the day. It's, um, well, it, I think it has a lot to do with all of us on the show. Yeah. I think that we can all participate in this. So the word is... Compadre. Yeah. It's our first foreign language word. It's a noun, a way of addressing or referring to a friend or a companion. And then in other languages, uh, get you can be friendlier with the definition. So in Spanish, listen to this. In Spanish, a child's father or a godfather to each other are compadres. Hmm. Oh, interesting. Yeah, right. Because like so, then it... It's like you're a co-father, but in English, the word simply refers to a close friend. And then for women, it would be comadre. Mm, nice. Or, or as Lindsay would say, comadre, because you're... Nice. Authentic. Because Spanish. Because you're yeah. part Danish. Your <laughs> Danish is almost like Spanish, right? Just the front end is different. Ish. Right. Ish. I'm ish. You got ish. ish, right? You're Spanish-ish. It's like, uh, what's his name? Uh... <clears throat> it's uh, the guy that just got expelled from Congress. Santos. Right. He was Jewish. Like yeah. he was like, <laughs> right. well, like Jewish. Right. But I'm not really Jewish. Exactly. Right? Just sort of ish. Funny, ish. How that, funny how that comes back to bite you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, wait, but okay. So anyway, uh, real quick, I haven't said it's compa- compadre. That's a good one. That's a good one. I like, I like it. That. Yeah. So fun. Just Can I just say that. quickly, how about the sure. Northwestern beating Purdue? How about it? <sighs> Again. They got the Jolly Green Giant on Purdue. Yeah, Zach Eady. Right? Yeah. yeah. He's seven feet four Huge. inches tall. Right. And hasn't be, he been playing college basketball for like 18 years now? <laughs> 31 years, to be exact. He's the longest tenured college basketball player in history. <laughs> Why is it that he's not? Is he, is he like amazing for college, but he's not NBA material? Well, I think a lot of the reason that he came back this year was, you know, you know NIL is still making these guys fairly you know, marketable in college. Not that they're going to be making NBA type money, but Purdue had that early exit last year in the NCAA tournament, and I think he came back to try to finish some uh, some business. Finish business. And uh, but Northwestern had other views. Yeah, he got stormed the court. The, the The court was stormed again at the expense of Purdue. I, I don't know how much of the game you you listen to, but uh, I I wonder if Dave 
and it has a voice today, first of all. So excited. And Billy McKinney, I don't think his feet are touching the ground yet. Oh, my God. As excited as he was yesterday. So but cool. it was an incredible game. It went back and forth. It was like a heavyweight fight. It really was. It was a great, yeah. great game. Yeah. I have not been to uh, the basketball stadium since they it's beautiful. renovated it's it. It's absolutely it's beautiful. It's really they, nice, They right? did such a fantastic job on that, and yeah. it, 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 it fits Northwestern. It's not too big. And when it's filled, it is loud, and yeah. it was really you could you could hear it through the radio last night how loud it was. That's so fun. Yeah, it's awesome. Congratulations, that's nice. That's Huge really win. Nice. Yeah, and then my my my, my Michigan Wolverines are going to be on WGN Radio. Today. Yep, six forty-five uh, pregame, seven o'clock kick. They're taking on Iowa in the Big Ten championship game. But Jim Harbaugh will be back on the sideline. His uh, his suspension is now over. Oh, really? He's yeah. allowed back. Yeah, he's allowed wow. back. Uh, and that uh, game is in Indianapolis at Lucas Oil Stadium, and we have it at six forty-five. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, good. Well, that's fun. All right, compadre, compadre, get on it, people. Okay. 857-557-4, 857-557-4568 is our phone number. Uh, let's go to my compa- my comadre, Ann in Addison. Hi, Ann. Good morning, Lou. How are you? I'm doing well. How may I help you this morning? Okay. Well, yesterday morning you were talking to Wendy Snyder. Love Wendy was, Snyder. Uh, I love, 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 yeah, love, love Wendy Snyder. Yep, filling in for Bob Surratt. Mm-hmm. And uh, a caller asked about, is it efficient to close off the vents and close the door um, to rooms that you don't want to heat? Is that is that efficient for the rest of the house and the heating system? Right. And I didn't hear your reply. I'm sorry. So what I mentioned to the caller, and, and this is kind of true for a lot of people. So if you have a forced air system, right? Mm-hmm. The first thing yeah. in those rooms that you're not going to use, the first thing you need to determine is, do you have a cold air return in those rooms? Ah, uh, okay. All right. So, you know, in other words, you're going to you're going to find the place where the heat comes out or the cooling right. in, the, in the summer, but then somewhere up high or low, there's another vent that air comes in. So the way a forced air system works is it goes in and out, goes in and out. Okay. And okay. if, in fact, you have that in a, in a room, you can turn down the vent like 50%, but not all the way. And the reason is this. You, you could turn it all the way down, but in, and now I have a little more time to talk about this. But if I turn that vent all the way down, that room becomes cold, right? Now, not cold like you're hanging meat, but, you know, probably at least 10 degrees colder than the rest of the house, right? Now, if I have a cold air return in that room, well, that cold air in that cold room is being brought into your furnace. And now I got to heat, and that's getting blended in with the other air, but I got to heat that because, you know, the way they... uh, are Are you a baker at all? Have you ever made bread? Uh, okay, yeah. Okay, you know how, like, when you start with the eggs and the flour and you're kneading the dough, you know, first it's all sticky on your hands and everything, and you know, oh, yeah. but then as you keep going, you know, it turns into dough, and then before you know it, it's bread or it's pizza dough or whatever. Well, that's what a furnace is constantly doing. It's constantly mixing, right, going around, going around. And so if I keep introducing that cold air, well, my burner's got to work a little harder, right, to get into... Right. So to hedge our bet, 
we just turn it off 50%. So maybe I'm not down 10 degrees, I'm only down 5. You'll get more pressure of the warm air in the rooms that you're in. And, in, and if you do have that cold air return, you can close the door. If you don't, if out in the hallway you have a giant, you know, uh, return air grill somewhere, mm-hmm. if you don't have a good inch and a half where the door is above the floor, you need to leave the door open to that room. Gotcha. Comprendo. Mm-hmm. Comprendo. That's not Compadre. the word, compadre. You could say <laughs> you could say comprendo, compadre. Look at you, Spanish. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Say that. Comprendo, compadre. She did it. Good job. Good job. <laughs> okay. Thank you. You're... I'm very helpful, as always. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate you calling this morning. 857 557 4568. We'll take a quick break and be back right after this. <laughs> Got a question about your house? Okay, I know you've answered this question a number of times, but I have the smelly drain. Lou's taking your calls live. You're going to go to the hardware store and you're going to ask for a tube brush. You're going to stick that in the drain and you're going to pour the pine saw over the top of it. They'll tell you how to do it and how to do it right. Hold your hand over that because when you kind of go up and down, you know, to clean it, it's going to spit back in your face. You know what I mean? Okay, thanks for the warning. <laughs> now back to Lou Manfredini and House Smarts Radio. Splish, splash, I was taking a bell. Long about a Saturday night. Welcome back. 857-557-4LOU. 857-557-4568. Candace in Vernon Hills. Hi, Candace. Splish, splash, I jump back in the bell. Hi, how are you? I'm doing great. What's going on? Well, I, I needed some replacement. Um, I live in a condo that has uh, the, uh, two sets of light and glass doors. One has three um, three windows, and the other has two, the regular okay. sliding door. And I was wondering who you would recommend for uh, replacement. It's um, I've had I've had one person out, and I thought, well. I tried to get somebody else out, and they wanted thirty-five dollars to come out. And I said, "Yeah, no, I thought, yeah, you know, I'm just going to call you and ask you if you have anyone that you recommend." Or so I am to full disclosure, and actually, ironically, today we're going to talk to uh, the people from Gilkey Windows uh, at eight thirty-five, and we're actually going to talk a little bit about the science of windows and doors, and uh, which is kind of cool. Okay, they're a sponsor. I also work as a spokesperson for them, so full disclosure, which I I will do at 8.30 this morning, too. But they make, uh, Candace, the best fiberglass sliding doors you can buy, in my opinion. Like, I I would put their fiberglass sliding door up against a Marvin door any day of the week, and, um... And I would say that it's probably a better door because they invest in really heavy-duty hardware. And with a sliding glass door, that's what you really want. I mean, it's like finger yeah. t- finger touch. And, and ironically, uh, my wife and I just ordered a brand-new sliding door that we're installing in our home. And we're actually replacing a Marvin 
uh, swinging door, oh. French door. Well, I know these aren't, you know, these are not good. Uh, you know, they're the aluminum frame. And Do you have um, any restrictions as far as the condo goes? Like what the material, does it have to be aluminum? No, no, okay. no. I, I don't believe so. They, I've replaced windows before and they said as long as they're the same type, you know, they raise the same and all. They have no restrictions. Okay. Um, are you you're, you don't have the ability to are you're driving right you don't have the ability to write anything down I do not okay so remember gilkey.com g-i-l-k-e-y.com okay okay or you know if you remember it it's 888 the number three gilkey okay where, right, where, you, where, where are you where are you going this morning um heading out to Oregon Illinois my friend of mine has my my old mayor is retired, so we're both retired. So I'm going out. Really? To There's like a song about that old gray mare, right? Is she gray? What uh, color yeah. is she? Well, she's not gray, but she's not gray, but yeah, yeah. She's still she's still full of life. She ain't what she used to be. She ain't what she used to be, but she's still alive and going. That's so nice. That, I love. Yeah, I love horses. <laughs> you know, I I used to work in a stable uh, when I was. Uh, in high school, mucking the stalls. Oh yeah, and then yeah, uh, <laughs> and I have this, I have this, I have this uh, romantic attraction to horses because my grandfather, whom I never met, who died before I was born, was in the Italian cavalry in World War One. Oh my! And so I heard, I heard all these stories about my grandfather and these horses, and so we used to always go horseback riding all the time, and I always loved it, and I always felt like this weird connection with my grandfather, whom I never met. And then I got thrown from the horse and broke three ribs. Oh yeah, that that can happen too. <laughs> yeah, and then and then about a year later, I got back on a horse in Montana and got fell off that horse. I didn't break anything. And my wife said I'm oh, done my. with my wife said I'm done with horses. Well, well, maybe you need, you know. <laughs> I need your old gray mare. That's what I need. <laughs> oh yeah, you can get hurt very yeah, easily. That's right. The those are big. Yeah. Those are big animals. All right. Well, you drive carefully okay. and say hi to that old mare for us. I will. Thank you so much for your help. You got it. Eight five seven five. You're done. You're not getting back on a horse. Ever. I think I broke my ribs. No, you didn't. At least That's you got back wife. up once. That's my you, wife. I think I, bro- I think I broke my ribs. No, you didn't. That's my wife's You're response. Fine. You're oh, fine. No, no, no. I'm internally bleeding. No. <laughs> I remember really. that. I, oh, my God. <laughs> you can't make that up. Oh, my God. It hurts just to think about it. I'm telling you, anybody that's ever broke, you've never broken any ribs. Have you ever broken a bone? Knock on wood, no. Well, my toe. Oh, my toe. Right. <laughs> Oh, no. that's right. And then you had all kinds of, you were giving me a hard time about my little piggy. And then when you okay. broke yours, Back you, you were whiny. Wee, 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 But um, <laughs> um, the ribs are the worst. Yeah, Anybody that's broke, oh, you can't, sure. you can't go to the bathroom. You can't sneeze. Oh. You can't cough. Oh. You can't laugh. Oh, it's the worst. And you can't do anything. You just have to like wait. Ugh. The worst. But I do miss riding a horse. Like, I would go back on a horse, but I'd be divorced. So I don't think I'm going to do that. I'm just not going to do that. 857-5574. We have a, speaking of horses, I don't know if they make a bed big enough, but for you, 
crazy animal people, okay, and I know there's plenty of you out there, our Noodle 2, while it's not inexpensive, has all of you written all over it. And Lindsay, if it wasn't so expensive, would probably buy one of these in a second. Right? It's actually... I would. It's not crazy expensive. It's but, not. But, but it's, not, it's not a dollar. It's not $10. But wait till we describe what's happening with our Noodle 2 after this report of WGN Radio News with Don Kleppen. For Noodle 2. I just love noodles. No, not noodle. New to. New to Lou. Good times, noodle salad. No noodles. It's new to Lou. But he does love a good pasta. Now we eat, okay? One up, I eat everybody. Now back to Lou Manfredini, New to Lou 2, and House Smarts Radio. Papa's got a brand new bag. So. I am not a. Dog in the bed sleeper. Like, I will come into the bedroom and Bruno, Flo is not big enough to jump up on the bed. Bruno is. And he'll just be in the bed laying. I'm so coming back as a dog. All they do is lay around all day. And then they bark and they eat and, you know, go to the bathroom. And they're lovely, affectionate, you know, pets that you have in your life. I mean, I love dogs. But. I'm not a, I, I, it's not a thing, right? And if I go to bed, I'm like, I go, and he gets out, and he just leaves. He knows that that's not the thing. What the, it's so mean. You tell him to go? I go, get out of here. And he goes. <gasps> yes. Yeah. And he, he looks up, and he just hops out, and then he goes, then he goes, and he switches, and he goes to a couch, right? I mean, it's the good life. It's a pretty good life, right? And I know there's a lot of you that love your pets, and you sleep with your pets, and that's your own prerogative. By the way, our Noodaloo 2... Sponsored by our friends over at ChevyDriveChicago.com. When you need a new ride, you need a new Chevy. When I take them in my Chevy in the back seat, they love the... My Silverado is a crew cab, you know, in the back. And that back seat... Lindsay, you drove it. You didn't go in the back seat, but you drove... It's like a limousine, the amount of space that's back there. And I put a blanket back there for the dogs so they don't ruin my... Well, really, so they don't ruin the leather. And uh, it's really nice. going to be nice to them. Right. But, Get out of here. Yeah. But, uh, and if it's really cold sometimes because there's heated seats back there, I'll turn them on. Flo loves that. She's like, it's like a heating pad. You know, she's old. And um, so, anyway, I put a blanket back there and they like love it. They're like the best car truck dogs ever, these two. But I don't sleep with them. But I know. Flo has her heating pad. (laughs) Flo has her heating pad. She's fine. Turn on the heat. She'll look at me like, turn on the heat. And uh, she's a talking dog. And uh, wait, did you send me something about a talking dog? Did somebody send me something that we're going to be doing where it's like you can teach my dog to talk? Oh, yeah. Okay, we got to talk about that. It's all pets all the time. Anyway. Did you get it in the mail? Yeah, I, but oh. I opened it and I wasn't sure what it was. That's not today's Noodle 2. Today's Noodle 2 is for you crazy people who love your pets so much that you're willing to do this. <laughs> Have you ever looked at your cat or dog lounging peacefully in their fluffy bed and thought, well, I want to get in there? Me too! Well, where there's a will, there's a way. And a couple of shark tankers brought that idea to life with the first ever human-sized dog bed called the Pluffle. Pluffle looks just like described, a giant-sized version of a dog bed. 
Big enough to fit all breed sizes, including the human people breed kind. Huh? Snuggle into Pluffle's orthopedic gel-infused memory foam pod and surround yourself with 360 degrees of supportive plush pillow bolsters for incomparable comfort. Featuring a luxuriously soft vegan fur exterior, which is machine washable, by the way, and complete with handles for easy transport and a side pocket big enough for your phone or your favorite book. The sizable 68-inch by 33-inch base also folds in half for simple storage. Okay, so I originally thought the bed was intended for you to be able to snuggle with your pet, but looking at the Pluffle website, there's actually not a ton of pictures with people and dogs in the Pluffle together. Just the people. So I think these are actually just made so people can snuggle into these cozy dog beds that we're envious of seeing our pets sleep in. That's a good idea! I think I would buy one solely for the purpose of being able to snuggle and take naps with my pup, right? Hammy and I love to spoon. The reviews are insanely good, no joke, saying it's 100% worth every penny. Every pretty penny, that is. Because, by the way, Pluffle isn't cheap, bringing in between $299 and $499, depending on where you buy it. But, you know, we all know that dog lover in our life that would use one of these things. Maybe it's even you. They seem to be flying off the shelf. After their Black Friday sale, it appears a couple of the colors are even sold out. Crazy. For more information and to see just what this thing looks like yourself, check out Lou's House Smarts YouTube channel and be sure to click that subscribe button while you're there. Hold on. Hold on. It's n- it's for people that want to sleep in like a dog bed. It's not to fuff to, to spoon with your dog. Well, I think it can be multi-purpose, but I originally When you look at was, the website, it's I just know. people lying on the floor? Yeah. But they look comfortable. <laughs> it is. How about furniture? Haven't we evolved uh, well, as a species that we have... I understand that, but... I, I don't know, but they seem to be a hit. Because they are, like, out of stock and certain sites. So it's not you sleeping with your dog or resting with your dog. I think it's 50-50. But I think some people just really so like those What I'm beds. super curious about, like, there's got to be some legal reason. Legal reason? What do you mean? Right, that they're not showing you with the dog. Like, there's some... No, there's... No, no, no. There are pictures. So there are pictures of, of like, a lady or a guy lying there with a dog or a cat. But in my head, I would think all of the pictures would have the dog, like, showing the two, you know, the spooning. (laughs) Stop saying that. That is creepy. Why? It just We also hold hands. (laughs) She will send me a picture uh, every now and then when she takes the kids to school. And Hamilton sits in the front seat like a person, and he's leaning back on the seat, asleep, like sitting up, like an the old, old man. man, like an old man who just fell asleep. I know. You know what he is? My compadre. Um, <laughs> you should call the company because what you just texted me is hilarious. Oh, no, that's their line. Oh, that's their line? Yeah. The line is, because when you work like a dog, why not relax like one? That's a little creepy. (laughs) Right? We have a couple dog beds for the dogs on the floor. Okay? And what I find really funny is they're two different sizes. Flo is a little dog that breed, 
that I won't say on the radio. And Bruno is a, he's actually a golden doodle, but he's black and white. There's nothing golden about him. And he's a little bit bigger. He's kind of like a piece of a brisket. Like I put brisket about the size. Anyway, Bruno sleeps in the small bed and Flo is in the big bed. I don't understand what it is, if it's a pecking order thing, whatever. But I never look at that bed going, huh, I wish I could curl up inside that bed. I, I look at my bed and I'm like, I want to go in my bed, but not on the floor. So now I'm a little concerned about these people going to bed on the floor. I don't know. I can see. I I feel both sides. You're one of those people. Well. I thought, okay. Go to how go to youtube.com slash housemarchtv and you can see more about the pluffle pluffle and enjoy yourself 857-557-4 we're broadcasting from the permaseal foundation repair studios we'll take a quick break and be back right after this it's christmas time my dear you're listening to lou and we said no gifts this year taking your calls live i got one question if you'd let me right here what did you get me? On House Smarts Radio. Is it a tie? And no. ugly sweater? Uh-uh. Matching pajamas? No. So something better? Uh-huh. Is it bougie like Gucci? No. Man, I thought I had it. Now, baby, you're looking at it. Come on. Wrap me up. Wrap me in your arms is Welcome back. Wrap me up. Wrap me up. Happy holidays. This is cute. Who is this? Jimmy Fallon and Megan Trainer. Their new Christmas song. Now they'll make a gazillion dollars for the rest of their lives. Absolutely. Wow. Why not? Why not? That's what we need to do. We need to make a Christmas song and get on, like, write our own Christmas song and somehow make it, uh, because then you just, you know, it's, what do they call it? Uh, Mailbox money. We could call it a a pluffle Christmas. Great. Or something else (laughs) with your dog. Crazy people. (laughs) 857 is our phone number. Uh, let's go back to the phone lines here and talk with, I believe this is Don in Elmhurst. Hey, Don, good morning. Hello there. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Oh, great. Thank you. Uh, I, I, I really appreciate uh, listening to you every Saturday morning. I learn a lot of things and jot everything down. Oh, you're very uh, kind. Thank you. you know. Great. I had, I had a, a general question, and then I had a little uh, a comment at the end. But uh, g- general maintenance, um, I've often wondered on my hot water heater if I needed to drain that. Uh, mine's, mine's maybe 15 years old. And, uh, again, I just wondered if, if that's something I should do every so often is drain my hot water heater to get the sediment out. If you've never done it, so the... the Correct. It, if you've never done it, then no. But if you if okay. you're going to get a water heater installed brand new, okay, then once a year, take a gallon of it out from the little drain, uh, okay, silcock at the bottom of it. Um, but now that it's been there so long, it, you know what happens is, <clears throat> I mean, just think about it, right? There's a burner on the bottom of a, a traditional water tank, and it gets hot, and the calcification in that tank it starts to you get sediment in there, but it it becomes rock solid, right? Over time, especially fifteen right. years along the okay. way, you're not. It isn't right. that you wouldn't get something out of it, but I think you'd cause more problems at this point. 
when the time comes that you get a new water heater, then, you know, if the thing goes in in January, put down on your list in January, I'm going to put a bucket underneath there and take a bucket full of water out, try and get a little bit out. Do that once a year. No harm, no foul if you do that annually. And it will. It, 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 you know, it's funny. Um, there's a lot of schools of thought, right? I mean, here you have a water heater that's 15 years old. The average life of a water heater right. in the U.S. is 10 years. So okay. you're doing fine. Right. Gotcha. You said yeah, you Yeah, probably you, by doing that, it'll probably... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you, you, right now, you, what you run the risk of is you open up that drain plug and you know the 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 sediment that could come out could clog that drain and then you can't get it you know then that leaks and then you're like what am i doing and so i would just leave it right i wouldn't touch it after 15 years i wouldn't touch it you you said you had another comment yeah yeah very early on in the show i'm driving up to michigan and i've been listening the entire time and very early you mentioned something about pay phones you know, at, you know, when's the last time? Obviously, there's none around anymore. Right. But, uh, yeah, me being my age, I used them a long time ago. But back in the late 60s, um, myself and my compadre, um, uh, Marty Reed. You got uh, it. We were probably about 12 years. <laughs> God, I, I used your word. We, uh, we used to go. We, we went one time to the Ace Hardware at Harlem and Foster and, uh, we had heard that a certain size metal washer would work as a dime and, and would go into a payphone. So being 12 years old, we walk, you know, that, that's awesome. So we walked in and we, we went to the guy and said, can we have 10 of these washers, whatever the size was, I don't remember. Right. And he just started laughing. You know, what, what, are, what do two 12-year-old kids need with these washers? He knew what we were going to do with them. Right. So, you know, we're, yeah, we were four cents each, so we gave them the 40 cents, and we went right outside, and we started making prank phone calls with them right away. Oh, my God. And uh, uh, it was it was awesome. You know, and I, you know, I remember going around, and you would check each one of the coin returns all the time, every time you went by a, a pay phone. Oh, right, because somebody, right, somebody would hang up, and, you know, they would get a quarter back yeah. or whatever. They didn't use it all. And, yeah, I, yeah. I, I can remember that, too, and that uh, you can remember the what that – where the coin would drop, that tactile feel of how that was made. Remember how you pulled it down and yeah, then you yeah. had to stick your finger in it? It was like a special yeah. kind of, the way it was shaped, it was very unique. And if you've never, right. if you don't remember that, it's, yeah, uh, yeah that's... Uh, and, the, and the sound it would make, yeah. you know, the, when, it, when it returned back up into place. Right. You know, and, and at Ace Hardware, I, I remember going in the basement of that place and they had everything back then. I mean, that basement had sporting goods. Oh yeah. Uh, toys. I know that store, you know, yeah. and I, I, yeah, I, re- I, I remember, you know, being 12 or 13 and joining a football team and the coach said, you, you've got to go get a cup. And I didn't know, I kind of knew what he meant, but I didn't really know what they were. So I went there and I asked the guy, I kind of whispered to him cause I was embarrassed, you know, I said, you know, and he's, and they had it there. Yeah. You know, it was like, it was unbelievable. He gave you a cup and a hand, he said, uh, he said, he gave you a cup and gave you a handful of washers and said, go, so go call somebody. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And then later on, later on in life, funny thing is, is he came, I, 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 I'm not here to promote, but, but I actually own a little flea market in the area 
and he was a seller at my market. No you kidding. know, later in life, and I told him, yeah, I told him the story, and he laughed. He didn't remember it. Right. But, uh, That's funny. Yeah. That's yeah. good. Well, I got I got I got a bunch of old old calendars from an Ace Hardware. I I love to get them to you from the sixties. The big ones. If you, if you'd like them to hang in your man cave, I'd like to get them. To oh, that's very nice. That's very nice of you. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you're, are you in? Uh, you you live in Elmhurst? I do. I do. So yeah. I can drop them at, at your store in Villa Park. Oh, or that's whatever, very but, kind. Uh, that's very kind of you. Thank you. Yeah, I would love to see them. Yeah, yeah. that's great. Yeah, yeah, from a store in Rochelle, Illinois. Oh, that's great. Sure. All right. Well, drive carefully, and thank you for calling. All right. Great. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Take care. Bye-bye. I'm just real quick on on the payphone. I think I've told the story. When my wife, we we were dating, she went to Austria and studied abroad in the 80s, and, you know, there were no phones, no cell phones or anything. We didn't even have a phone in the house. Mike J. and I lived in Milwaukee together in this house that we rented, and I remember... We were like renting it together and we were so nervous the landlord wouldn't rent it to us. So we said, well, we're brothers, even though we have different last names. And the lady's like, I just take the rent, guys. I don't care. And I, f- I could call Mary Beth in Austria from a payphone if I had $6 in quarters. But you had to write a letter first to say, I'm going to call you on Tuesday, whatever, from this time. So she'd be by the phone. Right? Like, think about this. You can't even... You young people can't even imagine that this is what it was. And I would go to some payphone in Milwaukee. We were living in Milwaukee. And I'd put $6 and quarters in. And I would dial the number. And they would say, um, they would say, okay, you have three minutes. And then they would count you down, 30 seconds. Okay, love you. Have a great time in Austria. Have some schnitzel. And then click. It would just click. It'd be gone. Oh, that was the worst. Thank God she married me. The news is next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Who's debonair with the tall silk hat? Muffler of wool and a tummy that's fat. King for a day and he loves the roll. With a broomstick cane and a heart of coal. That's Frosty the Snowman. He's a jolly happy soul. Welcome back. With a corn cob pipe and a button nose and two eyes made out of Eight five seven five five seven four Frosty Lou. Frosty the Snowman. Eight five seven. Is a fairy tale. Five five seven four five six eight. He was made of snow, but the children know how um, he came to I'd like to, to make two suggestions to the city of Chicago. Uh, Don, I know that you have been reporting on the parking ban that just went into effect December 1st. Oh, yes, the overnights, the winter. And uh, here's the thing. Uh, have you ever been towed? Yes, once. Me too. Oof. Me too. It's the worst, it right? Is. Oh, yeah. And I get it. I get that, you know, you got to keep the streets clear and blah, blah, blah. I get all that. But what's crazy is, okay, it wasn't snowing on December 1st. Okay. Right. This is my suggestion to the city. I have two. This is about the parking ban. One. How about we give people a break? And in the in the in the spirit of being fair and equitable, which you know everybody wants to be, if it's not snowing on December first, instead of the tow trucks like thieves in the night are just hooking and dragging cars out, we go around with a little piece of paper. And we stick it in the thing. Hey, the parking ban is, this is a warning. Okay? And we do that. that. I like that. And we give them three days. Okay? So we do it the first, the second, and the third. Much like baseball. 
Three strikes and you're out. Yeah. Okay? So now, and then, okay, it, this is as long as it's not snowing. Right. Okay, so if it snows, then I'm sorry because I'm, I guarantee you everybody's like, I can't believe that parking ban went into effect. not even snowing. Right? That's what they're saying to the guy. And the person behind the desk is going, $180, let's go, you know, or whatever the heck it is. Yeah. Two, I think it's $200. Yeah, probably now. Okay? So, city of Chicago. Let's give people a break, and next year, let's work. I get that you're telling all the news organizations and that kind of stuff, but guess what? What are we learning? They're not all listening and watching TV. You know, a lot of people don't do that, and you know, unless you're on TikTok, maybe they are. Um, <clears throat> let's give people a three-day warning as long as it's not snowing, okay? I think that's a true, true compadre move right there from you, Lou. There he is. Overachiever. Again, overachiever again. <laughs> it's fun. Okay. But the, now, the compadres at the uh, the towing services aren't going to make any money off of that, though. They're going to make plenty of money on the 4th of December. <laughs> totally. Uh, right. Right. Because right. at that point, anyway. then, at that point, it's like, I didn't know. I'm from out of town. Hey, there's signs. Yeah. Uh, the, oh, here's the other thing I want them to do. So on the signs that say the parking ban... Okay, this is something interesting. I was driving on the North Shore by the lake, by Evanston, uh, by the, by Northwestern, mm-hmm. but oh, by the sure. lake. Uh-huh. Okay. Yep. In the crosswalks, have you seen this, Lindsay? In the crosswalks, you know, in, in in Illinois, you have to stop if someone's in a crosswalk. That's the state law. Right. But at certain walks, on the signs that say "stop in a crosswalk," they have these rods with flags. And oh. if you're crossing the street, you grab the flag. And you kind of wave the flag as you're going across the street, and then you stick it in the post on the other side. Hmm. Oh. Because it's kind of a curve, you know, that maybe somebody didn't see you. Right. That's kind of cool. Yeah, that is cool. Why couldn't we, with the parking ban, again, in the spirit of being fair and equitable, have two little pipes and red flags that a week leading up to December 1st, we put the flags in, right? They're blowing in the wind. Because you know what? You know what they say. The answer, my friend, yep. is blowing in the wind. Mm-hmm. Now, the flags are waving. Huh. wonder what those flags are. Oh, yeah, the parking ban. I got to remember that. But then on the first, here's your, t- here's your warning. Second, here's your warning. Third, here's the warning. We leave the flags up for a week, and then we take them out. I, I love this. I think you know, sort of a gradual... Um, Let's be move. nice. Let's yeah. just not stick it to the people, right? Yeah, being nice doesn't pay the bills. There he goes. It's the truth. <laughs> I, re- I agree with you, but I mean, I'm you know being a little realistic here. I understand, but Andy, I get that they're gonna. I I I, I have no problem with the parking ban for what it's for. Yeah, but let's just give people a break. Well, I agree. I agree. I agree I, with you. But second I just, thing yeah, is, yeah. I haven't been on this bandwagon for a while. Can we please get spray paint sales back into the city of Chicago if you'd like some revenue? Oh. Because they're tagging everything anyway. Right. And I promise you, we've got a new mayor. I tried with the old mayor, and she wouldn't do it. They wouldn't go. Uh, the Streets and Sanitation Department. Mayor Johnson, the graffiti has not gone down since we banned spray paint in 1992. We're the only major city in the, in the country that doesn't allow spray paint sales for honest, law-abiding citizens to come in. And as yep. a retail owner, what happens is they come in on a daily basis to say, oh, I need a can of spray paint. Oh, we don't have it. 
and they walk out the door and they go to a store in the suburbs where they can buy it. Right. And the flip side of it is I can order on Amazon right now and in two hours have spray paint delivered to my home. Right. Absolutely. Which is it's dorky. F- it's foolish. And there's like $2 million worth of revenue right there. Counterproductive. We could just be, how about this? You got to be 18 to buy spray paint. Right. Is that so bad? Yeah. And right. hey, you can spray paint outlines of parking spaces, you know, and just double up on the warnings. Come the winter overnight ban. We're creating jobs. This is amazing. Tax revenue and giving people a break. I don't know what else I have to do to help the city here. Come on. Right. Me and my compadres, we figured it all out. (laughs) That's right. Hope they're listening. And running for office in 2020. We'll be the single Lou Manfredini (laughs) with his second wife, Mary Beth Manfredini. (laughs) Yeah, not going to happen. 857-557-4LOU. 857-557-4568 is our phone number. This is... uh, Dave and Schomburg. Hey, Dave, good morning. Morning, Lou. Thanks for taking the call. Yes, sir. How may I help you? How do I get rid of fruit flies? Um, is there fruit on the counter? No. Okay. And uh, they're congregating in one certain area? Yeah, run the, run the kitchen sink area. But we've cleaned. I've cleaned out the, the drains with uh, Drano and and uh, apple, cider. apple cider vinegar with a little mixture of. Uh, oh, hold on! Wait, wait, wait! So it's by so, the it's by the kitchen drain, not on the counter. Not really. Okay, those are drain flies. Those are not fruit okay. flies. So here here's what okay. I want. I, I just played a rejoin with this thing. Do you happen to have a tube brush at your house? I don't believe so. All right, so go to the hardware store and buy exactly what I just said, a tube brush, put it down in the drain of the sink through the little crisscrosses, pour a little pine saw, and scrub the sides of the drain all the way down to the trap. Okay. They're living on the side of the drain there, and that's where the problem is. The drain you'll get some of them, but you won't get all of them. You need to scrub it, okay. and it's going to be dirty when you do it. Uh, as I mentioned in the in the rejoin that uh, Lindsay just made, put your hand over there because it's going to spit back up in your face when you do this. But um, when you do all that, you'll eliminate the problem, and you and that lovely young lady that's with you will be happy. Well, I'll, I'll definitely try that one. It'll work. Thank you. Okay, thanks a lot, Lou. You're, Appreciate the, you getting back to me. You got it. You're welcome. Have a great rest of your day. Hey, it's time to hear from Lindsay about what's new at Builder Supply Outlet. Looking to bring classic, modern style with a minimalist touch to your bathroom? Builder Supply Outlet has new Kinsey black vanities ready for installation. Looking chic with its luxurious feel and sleek look, the Kinsey black vanity is a versatile choice for both traditional and modern bathrooms, as its timeless color pairs well with different styles and finishes. The Kinsey black shaker style vanity is available in 30-inch, 36-inch, and 42-inch sizes. And it's in stock right now at Builder Supply Outlet. Oh, there we go. Calling the North Pole now to see if we have Santa Claus. <clears throat> ho, ho, ho. Hey, Santa Claus. The North Pole. Oh. If you'd like to speak to Santa, press 1. Okay, hold on a second. If you'd like to speak to Mrs. Claus, press 2. No, maybe that'd be good. If you'd like to speak to Santa Claus. Oh, there we go. Press 1. 1. Yeah. 
Hold on. This probably Please leave a message oh. after this. <laughs> Oh, it gets them every time. Riding around the Christmas tree at the Christmas uh, party. I love Santa. Mistletoe hung where you can see every couple tries to stop. He's the best. Riding around the Christmas tree. I think tree that the, uh, the Capital tree. One commercial with uh, John Travolta as Santa is fantastic. That is so good. 857. 857- Five five seven four Lou eight five seven five five seven four five six eight is our phone number. This is Donna in Brown Deer, Wisconsin. Hi, Donna. Hi. Um, I was wondering. I have uh, like a sewer gas smell coming out of my mainly my bathroom and my basement water. Um, I've had the city out, and they said it's okay. And then I had a new hot water heater put in. I was wondering what the next step would be. Well, that's not good. I know. Okay, so where are you smelling this? Well, when I turn the water on in my bathroom, um, in the in the morning it's especially bad. And then also I notice, like when I go down to put my laundry in the dryer, the laundry from the washer kind of smells of sewer gas. Is the bathroom... Above the laundry room? Um, not directly, no. But on the same side of the house? Yeah. How old how old is the house, Donna? Oh, maybe eighty years old. It was I been here only a year. I think it was kind of partially flipped. Um, and you said you did call a plumber? I did. A plumber came and and he said I should get a new hot water heater, which I did. But first he said to call the city, and I did that, and they came out and checked it. But he didn't, uh, but he didn't offer to, uh, it sounds to me like you have a crack in a vent. Oh, okay. And, um, I mean, the sink odor, so in your bathroom, when you turn the sink on, you get an odor? Right. Only when the water runs. Correct. Does yeah. it, and is it just in the sink or in the tub? It's not so much in the tub. It's mainly in the sink, although the tub does have kind of a funny odor as well. Okay. I think we got a crack, like, main line or something that... Well, there's a couple things. So there's a couple things. I was mentioning the a gentleman just called about the little uh, drain flies that they had in the kitchen sink. A lot of times, an odor from like a vanity sink can come from the drain that if, where the pop-up is. If you scrub that drain, the odor is actually okay. coming from the drain itself above the trap, not anything else. But even but your mind thinks, oh, this smells like sewer. It's yucky. And it's like, you know, you take your makeup off or you wash your face, you brush your teeth. There's right. gunk that builds up on the inside of, of that... Um, that sidewall of the drain, and that can be the odor. Once it gets wet, the odor permeates. Mm. Like when it dries out, you don't smell it. So let's try this as a test. I, I don't think this is it, but there, it, there's no... There, you can do this in 10 minutes and and find out. So I mentioned to this gentleman, if you have this thing called a tube brush, it's a brush, long tube with bristles on the end of it, 
Okay. Like a bottle okay. brush. Remember, did you ever bottle feed your kids? Yeah. Uh, and you know, the bottle brush you used to use something like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Take the pop up off the vanity sink, put that brush down in that drain and pour a little pine saw and scrub the sidewalls of the drain all the way down to the trap. Okay. If you have the same ability to do that in the bathtub where you take the stopper out of the bathtub and can scrub down that drain, do that. Mm -hmm. And then in that laundry room, do that in that drain. Okay. Okay. The drain on the floor. Did you say, you said there was a sink, right? Oh, there's a, yeah, I have a sink. Is that where you get the smell from? No, I smell it when I open the um, door to the washer. Well, in the, in the washing machine. Right. And where does the washing machine drain into? Right, it drains into the, the sink. Okay, so let's clean the drain on the sink. Also, you said okay. there's a floor drain in that room? Yeah. Did the plumber put any water in that drain? No, he didn't really do a whole lot. No, oh, except charge you for a new water heater. Um, pour some water down in that drain. That that could be the problem is that drain is evaporated. Oh, it could be, yeah. Because okay. nothing goes down there. Take, a, take a, a bowl of water and pour it down in there. And if all of a sudden, okay. miraculously, uh, uh, cleaning the drains is still a good idea. But, mir- mm-hmm. you know, if it, putting water down in there, if all of a sudden, like, oh, my God, it's amazing, it's fixed, it's no problem, then... Put a little uh, uh, cooking oil into that drain. It'll go over the top of it, and it'll keep the water from evaporating. Oh, okay. I like okay, to I'll use I like to use extra virgin olive oil. That's just me. Oh, okay. I can't buy the cheap stuff. No, it's got to be extra virgin. Extra I don't care virgin. if it's from gotcha. Spain or Italy, but it's got to be extra virgin. Okay, I will. I don't know. I don't even know what that means, but that's what it's got to be. I know. I don't either. Right. Well, stick with me. <laughs> you sound smart. Okay. I sound smart, though. Right. All right. Have a good day. You do. Good yeah. luck. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Uh, when we come back, I'm going to have a conversation with the folks at Gilkey Windows. This guy, Gilkey, who's been there forever, um, he actually has has a whole website on how to choose windows. Even if you're not buying Gilkey Windows, he wants you to understand and has written all these books about buying windows and One of his books is like what the window makers don't want you to know, which I think is kind of a cool one. And he works for Gilkey. And so we're going to learn a little bit about their windows and also just about what you need to know when you're buying windows for your home. All that after this report of WGN Radio News from Don Kleppen. It's Saturday morning and you're tuned in to Lou Manfredini. Now back to your host. Here he is now right here on House Smarts Radio. Welcome back to House Marts Radio, Lou Manfredini. Now, this time of year, you know, it's getting a little bit colder. Uh, you're certainly hearing uh, a lot of ads on TV and on the radio and, and, and talking about how windows and doors can really make a huge difference in your overall comfort and energy savings. And look, the fact of the matter is, if you have old drafty windows, it really doesn't matter what kind of window you put in uh, because a new window will do a better job than what you have right now. But investing in the right windows that are going to last really to me makes a lot more sense than uh, just throwing in any window that, you know, you see some deal where like, Oh, you buy one and get three free or, you know, you know, that kind of stuff I think just doesn't 
work out long term. You want to work with a company that knows what they're doing. Joining me on the phone line is Jay Johnson, who is actually a window educational specialist with the Gilkey Window Company. Uh, Jay, good morning and welcome to House Smarts Radio. Good morning. Thank you for having me on this morning. I appreciate it. All right. Full disclosure uh, to the audience so that they're, you know, understand that this conversation is not, is not sponsored. Gilkey is not paying to, to have this conversation. This was my idea, but they are a sponsor of my radio show and they are also a sponsor here on WGN. And I also work with them as a spokesperson to uh, promote their product. Now, that being said, and I have said this before on the air, uh, I would promote these windows and doors uh, even if I wasn't getting paid by them because they just make good quality stuff. So I got that out of the way so everybody understands where we're coming from. Jay, uh, tell me a little bit about you and and kind of your history in the window and door market. Okay, uh, pretty simple. I started in April 2001 and since then, I've published three books on windows and doors. The first one was uh, How to Shop for Windows and Doors. The second one is What Window Companies Don't Want You to Know. And my third one is Shopping for Windows 101. What makes Shopping for Windows 101 unique is it kind of ties into my website, windowpurchase.com, that currently has 180 educational videos on it. And so when you read the book, it gives you a specific line of questions to ask any window company that would come out, regardless of what type of window material you're shopping for. And what I'm trying to do with this book and the videos is to give you visual to see what you're talking about. Right. Because the, the biggest thing I want is a salesperson, and no matter who's selling anything, is accountability. And I find that most of the, a lot of people that come out, they really don't educate you what you want, what you need to know they kind of tell you what you want to hear. Right. And sometimes you need, you need to hear something you might not want to, but it steers you a different direction with, within that website, windowpurchase.com with the videos. Um, I've also traveled to Germany and Canada as well as multiple facilities across the United States. It could be glass manufacturing plant, window door manufacturing plants, wood windows, vinyl windows, fiberglass protrusion plants, and I've collectively got this information from people that are experts just in those fields. Mm. And I've compiled that all together. So when somebody says, well, where do you get your information? I got it from the guy that only knows about this. He might not know about a whole window itself, but he knows about the material that goes into it, whether it's making up the frame, the glass, the spacers, the ceilings, stuff like that. Right. Right. And there's been such an evolution, right? I mean, um, I mean, in all the years that I've been on the radio and, and building and renovating homes, you know, I mean, when I started, you know, I'm not that old, but you know, they were wood windows. Most windows in houses were made of wood and then they were, uh, you know, aluminum clad and then vinyl came along and, um, and, 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 and it fits a, it fits a definite need in a budget, but now there's this big push of the advent of fiberglass. I know that Gilkey both offers vinyl and fiberglass. And quite frankly, you know, I, I was always a, a wood window guy cause I loved the tactile feel of it, but I just think the fiberglass is such a superior material f- to build a window and or a door out of. Well, when it comes to any material that I'm discussing with a client or the stuff I do on my videos, it's, it has to do not just with the material, but the engineering behind the product. Right. Because the fiberglass is a great material, 
vinyl can be a great material. It depends on how you're doing the extrusion and what type of vinyl you're using. And a lot of people don't know that. They'll be like, well, what do you mean different types of vinyl? Well, there's different grades of plastic in, in most fields. So, for instance, if I'm going to buy a fiberglass casement window, it's great that it's fiberglass, but I'm going to want to know more about the hinge system, the hardware, how it attaches. Is it underneath that sash or is it screwed into the side? Do they have a heavy-duty hinge system as the window gets bigger? Like, for instance, um, the fiberglass casements from Gilkey. Your average front door is a 36-inch wide by 80 inches tall. Right. We will actually do a fiberglass casement window with a heavy-duty hinge system with a double support arm underneath, 40 inches wide, 90 inches tall. Wow. And that's and that's because the engineering in not only the fiberglass and how it's extruded is important, but then the hinge itself and marrying those two things together to, to kind of work in concert together, correct? Bingo. And that's why video 72 through 76 on my website, thewindowpurchase.com, hits those specifically, and those videos alone have gotten over 30,000 views. Wow. And, and I know that's because a lot of people that don't like casements, and, and I don't care what style somebody picks, and you pick what you like, but a lot of my clients I talk to that don't like casements, it's a constant, well, they sag or somebody's got to go out and lift the window up and push in while the right. person's cranking. Right. And that does, that doesn't have to happen to a properly engineered casement window, regardless of what the framing system is made out of. Right. You, you mentioned, uh, one of your books, um, was about, you know, the things that window, you know, manufacturers, well, window companies don't want you to know. Right, right, right. And, um, you know, you touched on something about, so I, I I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, wave the Gilkey flag for a second because, you know, one of the things that I truly do love about the company is that there's real people behind, you know, that Gilkey name is there's a real Mike Gilkey and family behind that. And, you know, you, you, you folks make and install the windows that you make, right? And, and uh, service. And, and service, service, right. And so um, there's a lot of companies out there that are out there giving you these great deals and they're just buying the window from somebody else. And I have heard... Time and time and time again, like, oh, yeah, I get these windows, they're 20 years old, and the company, I don't know who put them in, or there's no name on the window, or they went out of business, and um, that that kind of knowing where the origin of the window is coming from is really important, don't you think? Yeah, I mean, because it shows pride up front, but it also shows that, you, you know, you want people to know what's in there, because... Listen, even the best windows in the market at some point are going to need service. Sure. Isn't it good to know not only who to call, but also who's coming out when you call? Right. I mean, you call us, we're coming out. We're not sending we're not sending somebody out in your neighborhood that's, you know, Joe Ball handyman in your neighborhood. Right. It's Gilkey coming out. Right. It's so, Gilkey coming out. Sorry about, sorry about that, service. Joe. Joe, relax. Don't worry. He wasn't talking about you. No, I'm kidding. Go ahead, yeah, Jay. Well, Go. <laughs> no, it's, we're, we're basically an all-inclusive Right, and and that's what makes it nice because listen, we get all the credit or we get all the blame. Right. We have a really good track record. We have A plus ratings on the BBB year after year. Are we perfect? No, I don't. I don't pitch the window or the company or anything. It's perfect. Uh, even a Bentley's going to need fixing it. Right, point. right. Well, you we. I, I mentioned. Uh, I mentioned earlier in the year that I worked on a project uh, on my daughter's house and uh, our daughter's house, and you did a complete uh, window replacement, uh, front and door, uh, entry door, and a rear entry door 
And um, I was just, and they're fiberglass windows, and they're just, the quality of the product, A, the tactile feel and how they operate is just amazing. The installation crew that we had was phenomenal. And, I mean, it was, you know, one of these deals where when they were done, you kind of didn't even know they were there, which, you know, I've always, um, you know, been the proponent of telling people that, you know, the broom is mightier than the hammer uh, when it comes to working in someone's home. And and it it, it seems like, you know, from soup to nuts, you guys take pretty good pride in what you do. Yeah, we actually, the majority, if not all of our guys are typically carpenters, not just window installers. And a lot of people ask me, what's the difference? Well, you might be able to take a window out, throw one in, maybe it's done right, maybe it's not. But we actually offer, let's say that you had a, a wall that didn't have windows or a patio door in it or an entry door. Mm-hmm. Um, we can actually cut the opening, put the header in, frame it out, put a window or door in that's never been there. And a lot of companies don't want to do that. So we don't do electrical or plumbing or move duct work for liability reasons. We want the professionals to do that. Right. But short of that, our guys are capable of a lot more than just taking a window off that's already there and shoving one in that's already there. Right. That's great to know. That is really terrific. Uh, Jay Johnson is the window educational specialist over at Gilkey Windows. He's written a bunch of books and has a website called windowpurchase.com. You know, if you're thinking about buying new windows and doors, it would probably really make sense for you to spend a little time on that video. And then I would recommend that you call the folks at Gilkey and uh, have them come out and take a look. Now, I have one other uh, question for you, Jay. I I ordered some more windows for another project that I'm doing. Could you uh, go down to Mike's office and see if we can speed that up a little bit? Yeah, I just, uh, you know, as soon as I get off the phone with you, I'm going to hop in the car and we're just going to head straight for Cincinnati. There's no I, road construction. No, 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 no. You'll, you'll be there by, you know, Monday morning. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Uh, Jay, oh, yeah. uh, how, how do people get a hold of the fo- the good folks over at Gilkey? 708-229-2340. That number again is 708-229-2340 or Gilkey, G-I-L-K-E-Y dot com. You're a good man. Uh, Jay Johnson, window educational specialist over at Gilkey. Thanks so much for joining us this morning. I really do appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you so much again for having me on this morning. You're listening to House Smarts Radio with me, Lou Manfredini, 857-557-4LOU. 857-557-4568 is our phone number. We'll take a quick break, and we'll be back right after this. Hey, Jim, good morning. You're on House Smarts Radio. Good morning. You know how you have to keep repeating things because people don't listen? (laughs) Yes. Listen up, because you're tuned into Lou. This is going to be one of those I've heard the answer before, but all right, it (laughs) happened to me this time. He's taking your calls live all morning long. All you have to do is pick up that phone. Now back to Lou Manfredini and House Smarts Radio on this beautiful Saturday morning. Take it, Lou. You know, it's time for my uh, birthday wishes and bar mitzvah announcements. Um, oh, there it is. It's a light. Lindsay, you know how you have those people in your life that uh, are older than you and, uh, you know, they have a birthday and you're like, oh, my gosh, they look so good. Now, I would imagine that people say that about you because you look very young. You know, you're very youthful and they're like, they look at you and they go, oh, my God, she's mm-hmm. 39. And mm-hmm. look at how good she looks. Nine. I was being nice. 
Oh, I was going to say, I get way younger than that. Oh. <laughs> well, my friend John, it's his 66th birthday today. Yeah. Yeah. John, John and Judy John. Oh. Happy birthday, John. And John. he's one of those guys, I'm like, well, he looks good. He's 66. He does look good. Yeah, he's like five years older than me, and he looks good. So, John, whatever you're doing, keep John. doing what you're doing, John. Happy birthday. <laughs> right? You get he that? He's a good-looking guy. I, I love that you him. say, oh, I get younger than that. 39, please. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I do. So you do anymore. send pictures sometimes of you and your friends, and you do look the youngest of all your friends whenever I see those pictures. 857-557-4758. Brown noser. Uh, let's go back to the phone lines. This is Randy in Indiana. Hey, Randy, good morning. Hello, Randy. It's Rose. Rose. Hello, Rose. Hi, Lou. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm doing well. Also, did you have a great Thanksgiving? Oh, my gosh. It was so fun and lovely to be with everybody. How about you? Yes, also. Always too much to eat, though. We had way too much stuffing. We made copious notes. Yeah. We had too much <laughs> stuffing. Too much stuffing, but I love it. I know. Um, my question for you, and I've heard um, both ways. I have three bedrooms upstairs. Two of them are no longer occupied. Um, I've been told, because they're not occupied, shut the vents in the bedrooms, in those two bedrooms, and also keep the doors closed if nothing's going on in there. Um, someone else told me, oh, no, no, keep the vents open and also keep the doors open. What do I do? Um, so this is the third question today about this very thing uh, that people are asking. Oh, about. I just. Oh, no, no. You're, okay, you're absolute. Just, no, no, no. Okay. I'm, people listen throughout the, the show. So this, I'm happy to give you this information. The biggest issue is don't close them all the way. Only close them halfway. Okay. And okay. and uh, I won't elaborate on, but do you know in those rooms, Rose, do you have a separate cold air return in every room? Yes. Okay, so that's a good thing. You can close the vent 50% of the way and then close the door. If that was not the case, you'd leave the door open because if the room gets too cold, right, the cold air return right. is bringing that cold air and circulating through the system which makes the system work harder. By closing at 50%, you'll pump less heat into that, and you'll put more heat into the other rooms that you're at, which will make you more comfortable. Okay. But don't close it all the way. So keep the vents open halfway, but the door can be closed all the way. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so very much. You are the best. Thank you. Have a wonderful rest of your day. And you have great holidays coming up. Thank you very much, Lou. Bye. The news is next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. Don't go away. We'll be right back. The screen door slams. Mary's dress sweet. You're listening to Lou Manfredini. Like a vision, she dances across the porch as the radio plays. He's ready to take your calls. I'm your guy. What can I do for you? I'm right here. Let me dust myself off. And help you with your house. I'm chewing on some beef jerky and I got a screwdriver in my back pocket. How can I help you? Now back to the man of the hour. Oh, Lou, you are the man. Lou Manfredini and House Smarts Radio. Hey, what else can we do? 
857 857-557-4568 is our phone number. Um, you know, my uh, I was uh, I have a producer that I work with on WGN TV, a guy by the name of Jeff Hoover, who was uh, I've known for a very long time. His father just turned eighty eight years old, and uh, he posted a picture of his dad. You know, big smiling face. He actually lives in St. Joe, Michigan, um, <clears throat> where my birthday buddy John is from. Uh, anyway, um, House Smarts Radio, please he, hold. Would you turn your mic off, please? Sorry. We're, on oh, the, we're on the radio here. We're getting ready for the House Smarts Radio players here for a second. We're, you know, I think what we're going to want to have to do is hopefully Carl Amari. Roll the tape because what we're going to do now this morning, um, he may want to play on the WGN Theater, right? Um, anyway, his dad tells this joke, and I, I said, to, I told this joke to Lindsay. She goes, I sent you that joke. Her father-in-law sent her this joke that uh, Don and Andy, you may have heard this joke, but it's still funny. All right. And I want to tell it, and we're going to do, Lindsay and I are going to be the House March radio players, and so okay. here's, how the, here's how the joke goes. Okay? Ready? Okay. Here we go. So. Morty and Selma, they're an elderly couple. They were driving across the country, and the woman was driving when she got pulled over by the highway patrol. And the officer said, ma'am, did you know you were speeding? Well, Selma, she's hard of hearing. She turned to her husband and asked, What'd he say? Morty yelled, He says you were speeding. The patrolman said, May I see your license? Selma turned to her husband once again and asked, What did he say? Morty yelled, He wants to see your license. Selma gave the officer her license. The patrolman then said, Oh, I see you're from New York. I spent some time there once and went on a blind date with the most annoying woman I've ever met. Selma turned to her husband and asked, What, what did he say? Morty yells, He said he thinks he knows you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's a good one. That is good. It doesn't yeah. disappoint. So yeah, it doesn't so disappoint. Good. It's entertaining. So, that joke is told in, in my in-law's house. I would say once a week. At Can least. you send this to the radio? Uh, uh, I think we could get an award for that. That no. was pretty good. That was like so unrehearsed. Yeah. You were totally. excellent. Really, I was spot you, on. you know what's you funny? You did a great job too. You play the role of an annoying woman perfectly. <laughs> hey, I think you should take a call now. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Line okay, yes, line it up there. <laughs> former compadres Lou and Lindsay former yeah remember when Lindsay <laughs> used to work with Lou 857 uh-huh. Lou 857-557-4568 is our phone number we've got one hour left of House Marines oh by the way we do have some giveaways to uh, do as well so let's do this if you text to 857-557-4Lou 857 857-557-4568 the seventh texter to text the word drill. How about that? You got to turn the, uh, what? Okay. I was going to say, he thinks he knows Yeah, He thinks he knows Yeah, Yeah, no. Uh, drill, drill is going to win. Um, what is he going to win? A drill dock. The grab-and-go organizer system for your drills and drivers. Drill dock moves easily where you do, from the shop to the vehicle to the job site. Designed with a universal fit for any drill or driver on the market. 
Proudly made in the USA. Learn more and get yours at drilldoc.com. Actually, we have two of them to give away. So the seventh and eighth texter to text drill will win one of those, and uh, we'll let you know who won. 857-5574. Lou, this is Janet in Gray's Lake. Hi, Janet. Good morning. Hi, Lou. How you doing? I'm doing great. How may I help you? I have a question that my husband and I have been arguing about. Um, should we bury the sump pump discharge pipe or not? Um, well, you can, but it needs to be done uh, properly. Uh, where, where does the, uh, is your home elevated from where the hose is? Slightly. Okay, so there is a pitch. Uh, yeah, but there is dips and grooves in the lawn that it lays against. Okay, so if you wanted to bury it, you would dig a trench, okay, the whatever length it is you wanted to do, and you would put some gravel in that trench so that you could lay a rigid pipe, not the flexible black pipe that it's probably connected to now. Oh, uh, yes. And so that would, and, and they sell that pipe with holes in it, right? Like it looks like Swiss cheese. So let's say you bought two lengths of it, 20 feet away from the house. And you would come up to the side where the house is, and you'd come up with a 90, and you would turn the pump into... But there, there's a fitting you can buy, or you can do this yourself, where if you had a hole, if the pipe comes up from the ground that's now buried, right, and you come out of the house with a 90-degree... Um, well, it comes out of the side of the house, correct. About two feet from. So it comes out straight. You're going to put a 90 degree elbow in it, and there's going to yeah. be there's going to be like four inches of space between that and the pipe that's under that's going to go under the ground. The reason you're going to leave that yeah. space is if that pipe were to ever freeze, the pump could still pump and it would like overflow on the side of the house and at least get the water out of the house. You see what I mean? Oh, yeah. Right. So, and, but then I want that rigid pipe wrapped in gravel. So the water has someplace to go. And at the end of that 20 feet, I'm just making this up. You're going to dig a pit and fill that with gravel and almost like like a French drain. How big is, how deep is a pit? I mean, you can make it as deep as you want. A five gallon bucket. So, so, because we have a septic. So this drain is going to be on gravel, but it doesn't have to be before the frost line or anything like that. It doesn't, but it has to pitch correctly. That's okay. the key, is that you dig the trench, and you're going to measure it, and the reason you put the gravel is the gravel, you can tamp it down, and you're like, okay, yeah, then I lay the pipe, and you put, typically you put, if you put a four-foot level on that pipe, and the bubble of the level is touching the back line, you want that mm-hmm. you want that going all the way down. If it's more than that, that's okay. fine. But at the minimum, that's what you want. Sure. And then you cover that with gravel, and the water goes in there, and then it's and it's you know it'll it should work fine. So if I don't want trust my husband to do this, who do I hire, and how much do you think I would pay for that? Um, if you don't want to do this, uh, you could either hire Permaseal to do this because that's okay. what that's what they do. Um, how much would it cost? It all depends on the soil and whatever. I mean, you gotcha. can call them. The estimate is free, you know, and tell them what they're, you know, and they may take a look at other things to give you some advice on, but it doesn't cost anything to have them come out. Wonderful. 
All right, don't argue with Thank your you so much. don't argue with your husband. Be yeah. nice. Be nice. Uh, that's a daily thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, have a good weekend. You Thank too. You. Have a good rest of your day. Appreciate you calling. Nine twenty in the morning. We need to take a quick break, and we'll be back right after this. Happy holidays from Lou and Crew. Now back to Lou Manfredini and House Smarts Radio. Uh, Michael in Chicago and Sharon in Chicago are both winners of the Drill Doc. Congratulations. 857-557-4LOU. This is uh, Tony in Chicago. Hey, Tony, good morning. Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. Of course. I have a quick question. Um, I had some contractors a few years ago put some can lights in. And I have um, just a classic Chicago bungalow. When when I when you cut the hose, I took a peek up in there because there's there's no room in there. You know, a person can't fit between this after the ceiling to the roof. I noticed little spots of mold. Um, you mean a few? You the, mean you mean a few years ago you did or recently? This was in 2019. Okay. So I seen the mold, you know, um, he didn't really know what it was. They patched it back up and it's been there since. And it's always been on the back of my mind. Um, you know, what was that? And since then, I don't know if you're familiar with, um, you know, the Besco air cleaner down the block. Um, I bought a Remy air cleaner, R E M E. Okay. And it was supposed to help with mold and things of that nature, and it has as far as the little mold problems that I had um, gone. I haven't had them since, and I'm wondering if that kind of maybe helped up there. But number one, what causes that, and is that normal? Okay, you get, you got a bunch of things going on here. Um, so they opened up to put can lights in. They didn't go up in the attic. They just cut holes and then ran like Greenfield to tie all this in because nobody can get up in the attic. Is that right? Yes. There's no attic access whatsoever. Yes, there is. But it's, you know, what are the little small ones? And you got to be really small to get up in there. You got any little friends? <laughs> I mean, my, my, my point is, is that, <clears throat> I mean, if you have the, so... I don't know what it was because just how you described it. I mean, here's the thing to know about mold, right? There's like a thousand different types of mold out there, right? And only about a dozen of them are bad for us. So everybody right away sees, oh, there's mold. Well, it doesn't necessarily mean it's bad for you, right? Do you like blue cheese? Yes. Me too. I love blue cheese. Lindsay, you're not, you don't love blue cheese, right? Oh, I love all cheeses. You love all cheeses? Yes. Yeah, I have a friend of mine who's like, blue cheese tastes like socks. So, yeah, well, it doesn't smell great, but it tastes good. Oh, it's delicious. Anyway, that's a good mold. Um, but anyway, somebody's got to poke their nose up there with a flashlight, Tony, and just take a look. Okay? Now, it could be, I mean, if you're not getting any leaks or anything like that, that you're noticing the roof's Nothing. not leaking. Okay, so that's good, Nothing. right? But. Nothing. It could be a buildup of moisture of some size up there that's causing mold. It can be as easy, literally, 
There is a um, <clears throat> there's a, a mold cleaner that I've talked about called Concrobium Mold Control. Okay, and they make they sell. So this product is it's it's a sodium carbonate based product. And it crushes and kills mold on contact, in particular on porous materials. And in a perfect world, you could go up there and spray where this area is. And literally, the minute you spray it, it kills the mold. And it even has residual value to it. And it, you could drink this. You wouldn't like it, and it, but it wouldn't hurt you, but it kills the mold. But up in your attic, they sell, or you can rent, an autonomizer. And it looks like... Um, it kind of looks like a bullhorn, you know, if you were like, hey, kids, get off the babysitter, you know, like that kind of thing. And um, so um, you would pour the concrobium in there, put this thing up in the attic and let it autonomize and spray this mist up in that attic. And it would just sort of envelop the space and kill all the mold. Okay, so... Um, like I said, you, you're familiar with Norwood Park and a lot of the Chicago bungalows. Yeah. There's very little space between. I mean, there's nothing you can store up there. You no, no, no. I understand, but somebody, but I need somebody That's to it. poke a head up there, some skinny little friend of yours, to stick their head up there with a flashlight and say, "Yeah, and I can." I still see it. Right. Because. Like I said, the air cleaner that I have at the whole house, air cleaner, every time I turn on the the unit for air conditioner or the heat, it supposedly does this thing, and I've noticed it does clean it up. I just It's always been in the back of my mind, and I've always wanted to call in, and well, I knew you so, were the person there. Well, that's so, very kind of you, but the thing is, if this is bothering you, okay, then I think that it's worth an investment of having somebody go up there and take a look, right? Yeah, now, that's not a problem. You know, they, what just, I mean? they can stick the, whatever machine in there, so close it, first, and let it do its thing. Yeah, first we're going to get a flashlight and we're going to look up there. And if I mean, if all of a sudden you know they put their nose up there and say, "Holy cow, there's like stuff growing off the ceiling," you know, I doubt that's the case. But if all of a sudden it's just a little bit, I mean, yeah, now I scared the Jesus out of you, but uh, which is not <laughs> that's not a good thing. Um, and so uh, you. Um, you want to, if it's just a few spots here and there, or even if it's an area that's, you know, the size of a uh, five-gallon bucket lid that's a little black or discolored, that atomizer will kill all that. Now, maybe we got to add some ventilation up in there. You know, maybe there's a clogged vent in the roof or something that you need to address. But if you have someone, what if you, what I would do, have someone go up there with a light and their phone, take a few pictures of it, and that way you can take a look at it. And then if you're really concerned... Then you go get a mold specialist to come out there. But if it's just a little bit, get this autonomizer, the concrobium mold control, let it do its stuff, and it'll kill everything up there and at least give you a little peace of mind. Appreciate the phone call. Hey, our Just Text Me segment is going to come up after uh, 9.30 this morning. So if you have something you'd like to text us, go to 857-557-4568. Lindsay will get those text messages lined up. But right now, let's head into the WGN Radio Newsroom and check in with Don Kleppen. Time for Just Text Me. How do you do this? Maybe it's your fingernails. It's easy, look. It's that easy. And sent. Now back to your host, Lou Manfredini and House Smarts Radio. It's so funny how we don't talk anymore. 
or just text me segment. You can text us at 857-557-4LOU. 857-557-4568. We're having fun with the new uh, technology. Evidently not working. Uh, you have some. Te- how about the text message technology? How's that working? Is that working for us today? All right. Good. Sure is. All right. Uh, what all right. Got? We've got a lot of texts here. Okay. Did you say the drill winners? Yes. I we did. Have a lot of drill texts. Tony. Michael and Sharon, both from Chicago. That's right. Yep. Tune in next week for more giveaways because it's the holiday season. No? No? I don't know. Maybe? Yeah, I don't think so, but maybe. Tune in next Um, week because this show is a gift all by itself. uh, (laughs) How's that? A few years ago, we had our back patio mud jacked. It's starting to sag again, close to three-fourths of an inch in some areas. Is this normal? It is with mud jacking. Um, if If you truly had it mud jacked, Part of the problem with mud jacking, I mean, when it was first created, it was awesome, but um, you put a lot of material in there to kind of raise it up. Uh, not not to be overly promotional, but our friends at Permaseal do this poly level, which is a lighter weight polyurethane, and so it spreads out more evenly, adds less weight, and if you want to correct it, they can actually come back and poly level under the mud jacking and probably fix it again once more for you. So, give them Great. a Great. Thank you. Um, another question. <laughs> I love how you represent the texture. Like, thanks. thanks. Thanks so much, Lou. She, said, she would say thanks. Yeah. If she, how do you know um, it was a sheet? Or a, actually, I don't know. I get a vibe, you know, when I read them from I people. I see. Okay. So I just, All right. Um, I have a question. We used a toilet auger to clear a stoppage, and the auger left black scratches on the white porcelain. Mm-hmm. Is there a way to remove them? Mm. Thanks. <laughs> So what I would do there, that's a bummer, but it's probably just, you probably are okay with this. Take, um, scoop out some of the water from the part of the bottom of the toilet, put some gloves on, put some kitchen cleanser like my barkeeper's friend or some Comet and a white Scotch-Brite pad. Shampoo, okay. um, and then scrub clean those scratches, and it should come off the porcelain for sure. So lower the water level, put some kitchen cleanser, a white Scotch Brite pad, and some gloves, and you should be able to fix it. Great, thank you for that. You're welcome. Um, this is from Melanie. She wrote that. I didn't. This Got is the vibe. Hi, Lou. Can a cast iron stove be painted a new color? A cast iron stove. Well, the problem with a cast iron stove is if it's a, if we're talking about a stove, like one that you build a fire in, um, they do make high heat paint, but I don't know that, you know, the, you make a fire inside a cast iron stove, it can get to six, 700 degrees and they do make some paint that goes to a thousand, but it's a specialty coating that you would probably have to go to an industrial um, paint supplier for, but the answer is yes. I mean, you can do it, but you would need, it's not something you would get at the paint store or the hardware store. You would definitely have to go to a specialty, uh, manufacturer that does all this and buy like a quart. And, you know, if you want to do something fun, like 
orange or red or, you know, if that's what you're going for, uh, yes, you can absolutely do it. All right, that's our Just Text Me segment, 857-557-4LOU, 857-557-4568. This is uh, Yvonne in Northbrook. Hi, Yvonne. Hi. Uh-oh, I better turn the radio off. All right. Okay, now I can hear you. Can I tell you what? That guy sounds pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) How 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 may I help you? Well, one thing, there's two things. Do you believe in heating a garage, and how would you do it? Do I believe in it, or you mean, Uh, I mean, what do you want to do in there? Well, when you walk in there, it's cold. Okay, I mean, you do you just want to take the chill out of it? Is it a attached garage or a detached garage? Yes, it's attached. Okay, so there's a couple of options for you. They make <clears throat> they make electric commercial electric heaters that mm-hmm. um, can hang off of the ceiling. They also make those that run off of natural gas, and it will heat that space up. You know, it won't. It won't be like Florida when it's really cold outside, but it'll probably get it to 60 degrees, right? Okay. And where do you get those heaters at Home Depot? Well, you, I mean, you could, or you could find those at, at like a big box store like that, or, um, you know, somebody, right. but you need somebody to install this because it needs enough power. It doesn't just plug in, right? So if it was an electric nope. heater... It would need a, a 240 line to go to it, okay? So let, let's let just say you want to go with the electric route, okay, Yvonne? Which probably yeah. makes more, more sense just because then you don't have to worry about running a gas line. You don't have to worry about an open flame in the, um, in the uh, garage, you know, and they hang it from the ceiling typically. Somebody like Arnold Electric okay. would be someone you could contact to give you a price on running the electric, and hanging that heater for you. Okay, that takes care of that one. Now i got another problem. All right. I had a furnace installed maybe five, six years ago. I called that company because my humidifier doesn't work. Mm-hmm. They say i got one-year warranty on that humidifier. That you put in five, you- five years ago. Probably. <laughs> have you had it? Ser- have you had it serviced? Do you get the furnace I serviced? I called the man that services it, and he says, "Oh, Yvonne, it hasn't worked for years." <laughs> he said, "Don't you remember when it it flooded?" So now, and I got another problem. Okay, so wait, wait, wait. No, hold on, hold on. I know you got lots of problems. I mean, that you need help. We don't know that you need help with. But what do you want to do about the humidifier? I mean, if the service person. I don't know what- well, if the service person said, oh, Yvonne, that hasn't worked in years, well, why the heck didn't he replace it? Well, I mean, because it's like $1,000 or more. It's probably about, a. it's right, to replace it, it's probably somewhere in that neighborhood to do. So, do you, But I mean, even the warranty. Right, but if it's a one-year warranty and it's five years later, right? I mean, that's, you're, you're, out, of, you're out of that time frame. So what do we want to do? I mean, do you, can you? I don't know, can you? I'm can trying you, to fix everything in the house, and it's not. I can't. I haven't got that kind of money. Okay, so you just can't. <laughs> you just can't afford to do that. Okay, 
So if, now, it, if it doesn't work and they can't repair it, you know, replacing it makes the yeah, most sense. Well, but if, if, Go ahead. If they come out, I imagine it's $89 or something to come out, and then they say you need a new one. I knew that before they came out. What would I do? Just tell them to replace it without having them come out and say that service call? If you know that the humidifier doesn't work, then what I would right. what I would do is take a pic- couple of pictures of it. Do you have a cell phone? Are you texting take people? Pictures. Do you do My all that? My daughter can take pictures. Okay. So have your daughter take a couple pictures. Contact somebody like um, uh, Lindemann Chimney Heating and Cooling. Okay. Lindemann, you want the phone number? Yeah, I've got the pencil. Okay. Well, their website is lindemann.com, L-I-N-D-E-M-A-L-I-N-D-E-M-A-N-N.com. Take a cup. Take a couple take a couple pictures. Tell them you need a new humidifier. They'll bring the right one out. They'll tell you about how much it'll cost. Probably they can do that over the phone, you know, pretty much. And then you'll know. And then, I mean, your humidifier is going to be really important when it gets cold for your comfort in the winter. Okay. If one company told me just buy these room humidifiers. Well, by the time you do... Right, but but what are you going to do? You're going to go around and keep filling those all the time, and those are, <laughs> those are the good ones. Are a couple hundred bucks a piece, and now you're going to buy two of those for four hundred, and you're almost at you know you're almost at the price of a humidifier that you okay, set thanks. it and forget it. Lindemann. Correct. You said Lindemann.com. Did Cor- you give me a phone number? Uh, I can I can uh, get you uh, the phone the number. Phone number. Uh, okay, I can get it. Up. One second, we'll get it. The phone number for Lindemann. Can you give me the phone number, Lindsay, for Lindemann, please? I have the website, but she would like the phone number. It's eight four seven. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. It's eight eight eight. It's toll free. Yeah. No, she's on your list. Your super duper list that you have. You don't have it. <laughs> Hold on, she's she's getting it for me. But anyway, I'll get you the phone number. Keep listening. I'll give the okay. number out, and um, and then call them about the humidifier. I got it. The, okay, what is it? So slow. Eight four seven. Eight four seven. Seven three nine. Four one nine nine. Eight four seven seven three nine. Four one nine nine. Now that's the humidifier. Or your furnace. Or your chimney. Okay. Oh, okay. Another question. There's so many questions. I can tell. <laughs> we have a woodpecker and what was that? <laughs> all right, you got all that? Yeah. All right, Yvonne, yeah. I have to let you go because I'm running up against time here. I appreciate it. Give them a call. They'll take very good care of you. And they'll charge you a fair price. We're broadcasting from the Permaseal Foundation Repair Studios. Don't go away. We'll be right back.
People are always asking me, how does Lou retain all that information? Well, my friends, he asks a lot of questions. Don't hippopotamuses, hippopotami, they eat vegetables, right? Like a lot. How do you know when cheese curds are fresh? But that's how we learn, right? So if you have questions about your house, Lou's standing by, ready to help you. You're the daughter of an endodontist. Uh, Good job. Thank you. It's not a D, it's a T. And if you get him off track... Right. No. Well, that's on you. It's not a T, it's a D. What did I say? Swedish or Sweden? Now back to Lou Manfredini and House Smarts Radio. Missed it by that much. 857-557-4LOU. 857-557-4568. I think this is Kelly in Plainfield. Hi, Kelly. How you doing, Lou? Thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. Uh, hey, I got a problem. I, I just had a, uh, I just changed my, I took the bathtub out and put a sliding glass door in a stand-up shower. Okay. And the, the doors now, uh, it's hard to push them open. And it's the second time. It's not running smoothly. And I, I talked to the guy that put it in. And he's like, oh, I'll, uh, I'll try to sand some off the bottom. Of no, the no, 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 no. Wait, hold on. Is it a traditional slide-by bypass door, like one slides over the other? Yes. Okay, well, the rollers on the top, like, do you feel like it's dra- it's dragging on the bottom? Yes. It's like, you know, you, you, you move it over. It's almost like you got to pick it up almost. Okay. And it's on the rollers. Right, but the rollers that are on the top of the door there should be adjustments for you to be able to loosen the roller and the the grooves that the screws on the rollers are on are kind of on an angle and you can uh, basically tighten the rollers up to the top horizontal edge of the door to raise the door up as it hangs from the top track. Yeah, he came over once before and it keeps on, why does it keep on loosening? He's probably tightened that before, but it keeps loosening up. And lowering down. So what I would do there, and where'd you buy this? Did you buy this door? From Home Depot. Okay. I got got everything from Home Depot. Okay. So is it, so a lot of times with those doors, those, the grooves and the screws are just like they're not quite made, in my opinion, the right way. So I would ask the guy if he's going to come back. Do not sand anything. It's got to be a ju- it, yeah. if he, as long as he if he installed it, as long as he cut the vertical rails correctly, right? Which yes. the vertical rails should be preset on this shower. They don't, you don't cut the vertical yeah. rails. All he probably cut was the bottom rail and the top rail. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So. What I want you to ask this guy to do is make sure he's got a lock washer. They typically put a little star lock washer on each screw. And have him use a little blue thread lock. Not red, but blue. Okay. And so have him take it all apart, put a little, you know, take, look and kind of look at it and say, Oh, yeah, if I go down a quarter of an inch, it's probably all you need is a quarter of an inch on both sides. 
and then have yeah. him have him put the thread lock on each of the screws, put the lock washer on, tighten it up. Don't over tighten it, but just get it nice and snug. Then hang it. Goes back and forth. Looks great, and it shouldn't move after that. Okay, great. You got all that? Uh, thanks. For, yes, I got all that. Thanks for the advice. You got it, Kelly. I appreciate you calling this morning. Uh, have a good one. Yeah, you too. Uh, drive carefully. I, be, I appreciate that. I like when people call on a drive. You hear the police going by. Hopefully it's not for them. Hey, that's our last call, by the way, sponsored by Mitsubishi Electric. If you're heating and cooling your home, Mitsubishi Electric is the last call you need to make. 857-557-4LU is our phone number, so we, we're not taking any more calls today, but we will be back next week for sure, so don't worry about that. And you can always go to our YouTube channel. Go to youtube.com slash TV. The uh, Noodaloo 2 stuff that we do each week, Lindsay posts there, as well as a bunch of videos if you're looking how to do stuff. I've gotten so many um, uh, emails of late. You know, I've done a lot of videos that have appeared on, you know, that will live uh, forever on the Internet. And um, it's amazing how many people don't know how to use a traditional mousetrap. You know, the kind where you flip it over and you put the piece of cheese or the peanut butter. And uh, I had a friend of mine who's in Michigan. He goes, I was searching something out and I, we didn't know how to do this. And they searched this video that I had shot probably 15 years ago. It was a young Lou Manfredini. And it was the first video that popped up, which is very funny to hear from your friends. And uh, so... Kind of the running joke when I do these videos now, I do a lot of them with Ace. I'm always like, who would watch that video? And now their joke is, if I say no one would watch it, they know it's going to be the number one video there. And it's like the simplest of things. So I'm happy to help you learn the simplest things about your home. That's what you get with me. Um, Guess what? The news is next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Thank you so much for listening to House Smarts Radio. Lindsay, thank you so much for producing. Always nice to be with Andy Mazur, Don Kleppen, and, of course, Bob Ferguson for pushing all the buttons and making sure that we're on the air. But mostly, thank you to you for listening to House Smarts Radio every Saturday morning. I hope you have a spectacular weekend. We'll be back next week with more House Smarts Radio.